Quest Gaming Network presents Elder Scrolls Off the Record. Welcome to Elder Scrolls Off the Record for episode number 23. You guys are all very, very confused right now, so I'm going to let Ivarwin explain why I said that. Oh. oh yeah, oh yeah, no, 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 do not, do not adjust your MP3 player, do not re-download what you just <laughs> download. Things, things here have changed, a promise to our listeners have been fulfilled. Ladies and gentlemen, chat room. I, it is my honor, Joe has given, given me the honor of presenting to you Elder Scrolls Off the Record. Now, oh. don't freak out. Don't freak out. Put your keyboard down. Don't send me hate mail yet. <laughs> no. Your show is not changing. It is not changing. I promise you that. Joe and I already spoke about what's going on. The bumpers are going to stay the same. The show is going to stay the same. What is going to change is we are prepared from this moment on our website will will look a little different. Our logo is going to change. Our name has changed, but the show will remain the same. What we are going to do that is going to be different is we are going to integrate all of the Elder Scrolls into this show. So now we are primarily still a Skyrim podcast because that's, you know, the main... The flavor the of the main, hour. <laughs> right. That's That's the main game out for Elder Scrolls right now. You know, when Elder Scrolls Online comes out, we're going to be talking about that too. When Elder Scrolls, you know, next comes out, because I'm sure they'll be putting out single player games. We'll be talking about that as well in just as much depth as Skyrim. So basically the direction of this show right now is Skyrim off the record, Oblivion, excuse me, Skyrim, <laughs> Skyrim, Oblivion, Morrowind, you know, the, the rest of the series as well, Daggerfall, we're going to include all of that inside of our speech. And we're also going to bring you updates when they occur on Elder Scrolls Online. And when the game does come out, a lot of the show is also going to be centered on Elder Scrolls Online as well. News and all, all the workings within that game as well. So we're going to encompass everything Elder Scrolls. Basically, what this ensures us is that this is no longer considered a part-time or a temporary show. This is now a full-time, permanent show on the Quest Gaming Network. So, we aren't going anywhere, guys. Let's see if we can push that 100 episodes. Oh, yeah. So, hope you like us, because we're not going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> we're on 23 now, so we're at a good start. Yeah, we're, we're at a good start. We're, we're doing well. I, I like our, our brand new logo. I love our uh, I love the intro that Joe worked up. We are fully, fully integrated for the Elder Scrolls right now. Yes. And there'll be a 
the only thing that's changing on the website besides the logo will be also how you get to it, which will be elderscrollsoffthereco.com instead of skyrimoffthereco.com. Um, so this is what we're going to do, guys. We have a lot to go over. Uh, obviously, during the, the beginning of the show, this gonna, all the whole format is going to stay the same. I mean, right now it's going to be pretty much like 99% Skyrim centric, and it will be for a while. I mean, if these guys jump into oblivion and want to talk about the beginning, they have the right to do so now, you know? And just uh, just have fun with the Elder Scrolls world. This is what this is about. Yeah. Now, now, Joe, um, we, we understand that there's there's a lot of people out there that are that are Elder Scrolls fans, that are Skyrim fans, and are not fans of, of the information being put out right now. And even the, the idea of just the Elder Scrolls going into an MMO. Now, Joe, my question for you is, are we going to alienate those people, either one? No. Okay. So there you have it. <laughs> Simple enough. No. The answer is no. No. We are not going to alienate the single-player fans of The Elder Scrolls, and we're not going to alienate the, the MMO fans of The Elder Scrolls. We love the single-player fans and players. That's what we are. But, <clears throat> you know, after, like we had episode 22.9, after looking at The Elder Scrolls MMO, I don't look at it, it's not a replacement for the one-player games. It's not. It's an no. addition no, to. No way. That's what yeah. a lot of people are getting confused about. They're thinking that, oh, I just... I don't want an MMO. I want to keep it single player. Well, guess what, guys? Bethesda's already working on Eld- uh, Elder Scrolls Six, and it's going to be single player. So don't have to worry about it. This is going to be able to fill that gap in between the long gaps between Elder Scrolls games and give you something else to do on top of Skyrim because they're probably going to be doing you know uh, DLC even during the the whole MMO coming out. It's right. an addition to. Now people are saying, well, I'd rather have you know multiplayer in Skyrim or. You know, like two or three people in, in Skyrim versus too. this. <laughs> Hell yes, we want that too. Oh yeah, but we want it too, not in place of. Right. There's plenty Absolutely. of room for a multiplayer feature in in Skyrim, and the MMO, and we look forward to both concepts. And we just don't know for sure yet if Skyrim's coming out with a, a multiplayer version or not. Well. This is probably why they set their MMO a millennia back from from even the very first, you know, uh, uh, Elder Scrolls game, because they they probably want to keep going ahead with the timeline and not break up the lore, and keep going ahead with the timeline with using first pl- first player games, but still have enough room in the lore to put out a robust MMO encapsulated within its own, you know, world and and lore as well. Right. Well, with the lore they have now, since a lot of it is, I wouldn't say vague, but it's just you only get hints and some details here and there. So, yes, it does give them a lot of leeway to actually expand on it and actually say, you know what, now we can actually flesh out these legends and myths per se because it's a millennia plus before these things were even recorded. So Yeah. Now, the chat room's asking, is this all talk about the name change? No, this is, this is it. This we is are no longer... <laughs> we are no longer skyrim off the record we are elder scrolls off the record you can find us on itunes after tonight you should be able to find us on itunes looking up elder scrolls off the record if you're already subscribed it will not change anything on that all you'll see is the name change on the new episode and a new logo that's it so don't worry about it guys we're still in the same places as always we're just doing a name change so that we can give more to you guys that's That's the goal that's the goal just opens up our show to include everything, everything in general. 
why don't we get into the business because we have an insanely robust yes. show for you guys. Before we get into the business, let me introduce everybody. I am Joe the Widget Wilson. I am one of the hosts of this show. And joining me as always is a man with a million voices, Ivarwin. Hey! <laughs> Welcome and thank you, Joe. Welcome, chat room. Our Lou Master Supreme Lou Master is also known as a Lore Master. <laughs> Hello, Lore Master Lou. <laughs> Hello, Joe. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone in the chat room. How's everyone doing? And you know, I gotta, I gotta announce this tonight, guys. Officially, Dave Deinforce, not so crap audio, giving Joe Ivarwin and Lou Hell all at the same time while laughing. Adams is now officially a member of the Skyrim Off the Record staff. Yeah! Hey! 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 Hey, everybody in the chat. Hey, everybody listening. Glad to actually be here and not, you know, kicked off for guests and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the fans kept writing us in, and always we get these emails, all these different kinds of things, and all, it's very end say, P.S. We love Dave. Or P.S. Dave, I love you. Or P.S. Dave, well, yeah, president. Well, yeah, that I'm actually, you know, officially on the show, you're going to get things like making me guest again. We don't want to pull that. <laughs> so basically the Too much fans of the show have begged for Dave to be a permanent host on the show, so he is now. We gotta put up with them because of you guys. Thank you. And we couldn't be any happier. At le- or at least this guy over here yeah, couldn't be any yourself. Happy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow, much thanks, Joe. <laughs> Alright, let's get into the business and then we'll get into the fun. Indeed. Well, as always, Joe, we'd like to mention our sponsor, which is doghousesystems.com. Awesome computer gaming rigs and laptops for your gaming needs. Just go to doghousesystems.com. While you're there and you head over to the checkout, drop in the code off the record, all one word, and you will receive double the memory for free at doghousesystems.com. So we'd like to thank them for sponsoring us in part. As also, we want to give a big shout out to those of our fans who helped this, uh, who helped the, uh, the show out today. And we'd like to say thank you to Keith Mohini and Protantis for sponsoring the show as well today. Shout out to Lou Loremaster, reads the book so I don't have to. This episode is dedicated to you. Dedicated to you. Let's get in to the mammoth size steak and potatoes. Oh, oh, up today's show. <laughs> yeah, I broke out the steak. <laughs> yeah, baby. Little A1 sauce. Mm. Mm. <laughs> that sounds good. <laughs> so, as we announced on the last episode, we have the challenge. This was the first week of this challenge. So, we got a lot to talk about. So, we're going to just go right down the list. Right we'll down into it. Do the regular host, and then we'll get into all the other uh, the hosts of the Quest Gaming Network one at a time. And. They'll put their two cents in. Also, I'd like to say to thank everybody for sending us in their, their challenge information. We are going to feature some of them on the emails. We are going to feature one at the end of the show in an MP3 format. And we have videos from YouTube videos, people doing the challenge, on our website. Check it out, guys. I love seeing all the different things people are doing. It's incredible. Um, for me. Great stuff. I announced I was doing The Rogue, which is something I have never done before. No, wait. Play style. Well, Huh? Wait, wait, wait. You, uh, don't you... Wait, a rogue? You normally play a rogue. No, I never play rogue. If it's either going to be my two-handed BA wielder mastermind of death, 
mm-hmm. or my my archer, my ranger. Oh, what, what this style is is nothing but daggers and sneaking. That's it. Okay, I got so you. I I'm, thought you were doing the assassin thing again. No, I'm doing it in all, well, kind of an assassin thing, but it's done with a completely different format. With the archer, it was very easy for me to just peek, ping things off. I didn't have to really think too much about it. Doing the two-hand player, I didn't think about anything. I just ran in and slaughtered everything and, and walked away laughing. With this one, I noticed right off the bat that I have to be insanely tactful about everything I do in every single dungeon. I think uh, I think you may want to skip Liz's call today. She, she's going ballistic in the chat room. <laughs> <laughs> she says it's the same thing. She's calling you out. It's not the same thing. Not even close. <laughs> Let me explain this. Jeez. Jeez. So you're actually bringing tactics into the game a little bit in a way you've never done before, huh? Exactly. I'm doing it completely in third person, which is something I've never done before. And I'm not using my bow except for extreme cases where it's a necessity. I'm doing everything as everyone who saw in the live stream last night, sneaking and straight up backstabbing. That's it. And I have to. And the fact that I'm, I'm I originally said that I was going to use heavy armor. Well, I tried that out for the first eight levels and realized I couldn't sneak to a deaf man. So <laughs> it wasn't working at all. That wasn't so working I, at all. I, I put one point into heavy armor smithing as well and realized I made my mistake. So I started putting points into light armor. And equip myself with light armor, and I put two points into my smithing for the light armor side. Mm-hmm. So I'm using light armor now, and as soon as I made that switch, nothing hears me. Yeah. Well, most oh, of the time. That's awesome. What? Joe, are you sneaking right now? <laughs> Luke can't hear you. <laughs> Obviously. That's a dumb joke. <laughs> so I am, yeah, I realized, especially early on, that it was extremely hard for me to really be, do anything at all. Wait, well, let me ask you, how do you like the third-person combat view? For doing this playstyle, it's brilliant. I, I couldn't have asked for a better way of playing it. The the yeah. combat um, when I get caught and I have to actually fight, the combat is so much easier in third person. And I find myself doing everything in third person, not just fighting, but it, it helps me to enable to to be able to sneak around easier and see the environment easier than in first person. Yeah, because I can see what's going on to the sides of me and a little bit behind me as well. That was like my biggest complaint regarding Oblivion. Is that their their third person view in Oblivion was just really really um, elementary, and it didn't work well at all. And I was really ecstatic to see how well it works in this game. Now it's very fluid. Yeah, I completely agree. Yeah, so I've gotten a lot more sneaky and a lot less masochistic, like Otto said. Um, <laughs> with my with my archer, I just killed everything from a distance. Never even mm-hmm. it never worried me at all. They all were right. nothing ever got close to me, so I just planted my ass in one spot and sneak and pinged everybody off and moved on to the next room. And oftentimes, you know, across the world. <laughs> but with this one, I have to go into a room and plan out my escape. And I've had to use, especially early levels, I had to actually plan out how I'm going to use the traps. I remember all that was going through my head in the beginning play of this playthrough was Ivarwin, getting all <laughs> excited about how he was able to use traps and hurt his enemies by walking him through the traps after he avoided them and, and using that oh, as a yeah. tactical advantage and that's what I had to do a lot of, a lot. And then last night, after I got, <laughs> I got Assassin's Blade, the perk Assassin. in sneak. Ah, yeah, it's uh, it's so. That's sexy. the modifier one, right? Yeah, yeah, fifteen times damage. Yeah, yeah that's ooh. <laughs> oh man, that's that's really where it, it you start to feel that that you know backstabbing character flesh itself out is is with that perk and man is it a game changer everyone in the chat room is telling me to tell everybody about the armor 
the armor I was using was, was Thieves Guild, but Thieves Guild modified. I have a an add-on, or an add-on, but a mod that takes your all your your common armor and gives you a way to make the modified version. The modified version is the same stats, same and the same armor value, but it makes it more appealing for the male player while playing a female character. <laughs> oh, that's uh, the same mod I have. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty much lingerie armor, and the chat room was not letting me live that down. The fact that my girl's bum was wiggling all over the place as I was going around killing everything. Wiggle, 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 wiggle. But yet, that's just the funniest part, dude. I got the Nightingale armor last night, and it, I don't have a modified version for that. Everyone was upset. They were giving me hell about it all night. About her in third person, and I had to ex- look, guys. Everybody who listens to this, if you had the opportunity to do it that way, you would too. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. I'm I'm kind of partial to to, to you know shaky bums in my face. <laughs> Just so saying, you, you would do it too. <laughs> I find it highly offensive. <laughs> shut, up, shut up, Dave. <laughs> Dave, <laughs> anyone catch those lies from Dave right now? As soon as I got into the the Nightingale armor, everyone's like, oh. No, we we want to see go go to the other armor again. Cleavage, cleavage. <laughs> Some of the armor, man, it leaves little to the imagination on all accounts. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, but um, so yeah, I did. So I, I started really getting to the point last night where, oh, we had such cool moments. And I'll talk about that when I get into the dungeons I did. But my last week's goal was to complete Thieves Guild 100. percent I did not do it. Oh, the reason is. Well, I got past Mercer Frey. Okay, um, I gotta warn everybody right now. Okay, guys, there's going to be spoilers on this episode, the next four episodes. The reason being Ooh. is, is we've all played this episode, this game for four months now. I'm sure it won't be too much of a of, of a of a problem. But if you're new to the game, six. just understand, guys. Well, that's been six months. Yeah, um, yeah. November. There's going to be spoilers, guys. I uh, after I killed Mercer Frey. Wait, hold on, hold on. Can I do the new spoiler? Can I do the new spoiler bumper? Go for it. Spoilers, spoilers. Sorry. <laughs> wow, that's oh, fell. Yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> why did I do that? That was awful. That was, that was wow. Yeah. Uh, we, we need to. I was bad, and you should feel bad. I do feel bad. I'm a, I'm a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> so after I killed Mercer Frey, I, which was a nightmare, because a lot of those things in that dungeon were, were too hard for me, if you will, I wound up sneaking past nearly every uh, Thalmar, not Thalmar, uh, Fulmar, I can't pronounce anything right now tonight. The well, Falmar. Falmar. The Falmar. We know what you're Falmar. Falmar. Thank you. Falmar. We know what you're The bad, oh, ugly. Falmar. The, 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 yeah, that one. Okay. All right, those Falmar. guys. Yeah. What's going on now, meow? Falmar? <laughs> Falmar? So some of those I had to sneak around because I couldn't kill them. There's one point in that dungeon where there's this, like, mechanical, what do they call those? Uh, the Dwemer mechanical titans that they have. Oh, those those huge robot guys? What, Lou? The Dwemer Centurions? Centurions, thank you. Yes, Centurions. There was a Centurion in the room that was not active, and there was a whole bunch of uh, Falmer all around, okay? And when the first time I went in there, I went up to the Centurion thinking I was going to kill it, but all it, but it activated all the Falmer, went in there, started killing it. Once they killed it, it turned on me. I was literally dead in two hits. So I, I found a button on the, le- on the right-hand side when you first entered the room that activates the Centurion. He goes out, and they fight. Well, the Falmer, you know, basically kicked his tush all over the place without really doing anything to themselves. I tried fighting them one-on-one. I couldn't do it. Even my two helpers from the um, the secret society for the Thieves' Guild, the Nightingales. No help? Yeah, they were no help. So I had to wind up sneaking through that entire room 
and then into the next wow. room. And it was surprised. I was amazed. I was able to actually get through that entire room with all those Falmar without being seen. And in the, when you go to the end of that room, there's a whole ton of Falmar right there. Okay, that's the. I, I love that, by the way. Hmm. You know, not not to not to you know stop you again, but uh, yeah, you know, I just love that that feeling of I don't have to fight you because you can't <laughs> see me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Can't see me. <laughs> yeah, I just love that's that. Awesome. Yeah, well, they were all right there in front of that door. You know, padding back and forth, the patrolling. Mm-hmm. I was able to get by them, including with my my other guys were dead because they wound up getting in a fight, so I left them behind. Well, not dead, but wounded. So I went alone and went through it and actually got through it. So it was a, it was a lot of fun. Even with my 15 times on this backstab, I couldn't kill them. I'd probably take them down halfway. They'd turn around, slap me upside the head, and that was toast. So I went to go do the final quest where you turn in. Oh, man, Mercer Frey. What a nightmare. I went head-to-head with him right off the bat, thinking I could take him on one-on-one. I realized quickly after two sword hits that I had to get the hell out of there. Hmm. Because I had no health left. So I healed myself up, went into a little dark corner, pulled my bow out and sneak, and started shooting at him. And what surprised me is that it went from the full eyeball of being seen down to half eyeball. And he was, where are you? Come here, you. So he was going <laughs> up on the top around the statue looking for me. I'd hit him a couple times. He would disappear. And it would go down further. He couldn't see me. He could see me less. Until eventually I was completely hidden. As he was trying to go down these stairs, and I just repeated that process. Hit him once or twice with the arrow. He'd go back up. He'd come back down. So I, like, I, I kind of killed him in a cheap way, but I killed him. Hey, he's dead. You I win. use strategy. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. It's a win. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, you, you killed him. I he's killed done. him. Then I went to the next, the next place where you have to go and turn in the uh, the key. And the very first enemy in there, I can't sneak. I can't sneak past. I have level. I'm level sixty four in sneak. So I'm wow. high up in my sneak. Damn. And I couldn't sneak past him. And as soon as yeah, I got anywhere near them, best. they turned around at me and one-shot me every single time. They're like the, they're like the evil ghost of the past Nightingales. And I realized mm. quickly that I need to level up a lot more before I attempt this last quest. Yeah, I remember I, going in there. They're, they're tough. It's the first time I've ever been in there. I have never done Thieves Guild 100% because I always wanted to keep the skeleton key. Yeah. <laughs> so well, this the time, skeleton key is awesome. but <laughs> Yeah, well, this time I'm going to do it. But I had to stop there because I couldn't do it at all. And I wanted to mention the museum event. The Dwemer Museum is my favorite part of the Thieves Guild chain. I love sneaking in there. You have to go in there and get up into the the, um, the professor's little personal well, workshop. You, you like it for the, the the rod that you get, the control rod. Oh, I love it for that, but I love the strategy in that place. It's the most strategic. If you really think about it, it's the most strategic dungeon that I've, I've seen in the game and how you can do things because there's all these Dwemer traps that are inactive. And oh, there's yeah. a, a lot yeah. of the a lot of the NPCs yeah. are all timed and how they go in through doors and what time they do. Yep, so you all actually, you gotta do is just so throw can, that lever yeah. at the right time and So you can go through and actually plan out how you want to do it and what ones to kill, where to go to the next part. I mean, mind you, I died several times, but I learned. And when I learned I would see where the paths would come in, what the timing was. And there was one point after you get the spider control rod where a guy comes into the, a gate as soon as you get close to it, unlocks this gate. As he comes in, I, I suck, stick, I sucked, sucked. Er, I sicked my spider pet on him. They got a little fight. He wound up killing him. And as he killed him, I was already behind him. Went into a kill animation, slit his throat. Went right to the next pillar because I knew that the next person was coming right to the opposite door. As soon as she came in, went up behind her, another kill cam, slit her throat, and, wow. went, and went on my business. 
I think there was one time I died. Oh yeah, there's a room that's full of gas. Did you did you get a chance to use the rockets? The rockets? No. Yeah, there's like little bombs or rockets or something that mm. that are on like the roof, and you 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 throw a switch or touch a button or something on a pillar. Yeah, and these I forgot rockets... about that one. <laughs> there are so many traps. I love it. There's one room where there's these two people that are talking about. Yeah, this must be some kind of Dwemer trap, and it's this long hallway. Okay, well mm. you can you can follow them down this hallway <laughs> just fine, and kill them one on one. But there's another route you can take. But that route is deadly because there is poisonous gas down there. I died maybe five, six times of this gas until I figured out how to get through it. There's a little pressure plate you have to go to. You've got to run. You hit the first pressure plate. You run to the next pressure plate. Sit on it. So when you're sitting on it, it shuts down the gas. You heal yourself. Run to the next one. Heal yourself. Next one. Heal yourself until you get through the room. Um, but there's one guy that I had to kill every time as I was doing that quest. Or doing that one room because I kept dying. I had to go back and do it. I kill Cad and that guy every single time in a different way. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That's funny. The chat's considering it a home alone situation like the movie. Yeah. yeah. Everyone <laughs> in the chat room uh, rather enjoyed it. There was one weird, weird, uh, really new, I think it's a new kill cam. I've never seen it before. But my girl did one on one fight. She's like this kind of like flying, like uh, a flying stab. She flew up in the air, had her dagger out, stabbed him on the side of the neck, and then ju- and landed on the ground. Yes, I just got that one this afternoon. That one's that's sick. an awesome kill cam shot. That's awesome. That. Yes, it is. Oh my god. So my details on my character, she is currently level 21. I'm almost level 22. I'm 52 points into smithing. I put one point into Dwemer because I messed that up. And I went to Elven and I put the next one up for the studded. And then I have 49. I'm 49 and one-handed. I'm waiting to get my last one in so I can get my uh, 50 points for the decapitations. Mm-hmm. So, then I got, well, in my one-handed, I'm three out of five in armsmen, so I do 60% more damage for one-handed. And then I have 38 into light armor, and I put two points into the starting perk that gives me, like, 40% more armor for light armor. My sneak is 64, and I have all my points all up through Assassin's Blade on the right-hand side of the tree, and I have it up to where it muffles my movement by 50% or something like that on the top. Right, and I yeah, have I know that one. Up to, That's a great perk to have. Yeah. Gotta have that perk. And I have the three points, no, four points out of the five in the the first perk, so I'm 80% more, or 30, 35% more sneak. Okay. So I am silent as hell. <laughs> Anything yeah. that's my level just, or around my level can't hear me ever. Just be careful not to over, over max it, because once you go over 100% sneak... No, no, no. That doesn't work for sneak. I that's, thought that's for pickpocketing. Pickpocketing is the only one that has that bug, not sneaky. Are you sure, man? Are you sure? Because I could have sworn. Positive. I, I don't know. I read the article. Ow. I know. <laughs> yeah, it was pickpocketing that has the the problem with you go over 100%, it, it rolls back. Nothing else does. Or, well, Liz is saying that some of the trade skills do. They roll, right. they roll over as well. No, they don't. But at, from what I understand, from everything I saw, it's not sneaking. It's not. It's only pickpocketing. I don't know, man. Some of the guys in the chat room are backing me up. <laughs> okay, well, I know for a fact I'll have to play with it again because I'm pretty damn sure that on the PC, not only does it not roll oh, over, you know what? But you can get way over 100. percent Yeah, yeah. I know for that. Sneak, I right? know that for sneaking, it was an issue at one point. I know it's not anymore though. They fixed it on a recent patch. Oh, so okay, so it was a problem. Well, we're getting off topic. It really doesn't yeah. matter. At anyway, this point. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> 
Whether or not, I'm going to be careful about it. I mean, I'm not going to put any points in any of my gear for increasing my sneak anyway. So I'm not going to go over 100 anyway. Okay. So what what the problem was is people were putting points on their gear for improved to sneaking or improved to this, and it was causing a rollover from the 100. If you just do, if I hit level 100 sneaking, then, you know, boom, no problem. I'm going to be at 100 point. So I'm going to stick to that. And I did add the bow to my weapons only because I needed range at some points, like with those traps where you have to shoot down the uh, the fire barrels or the fire uh, clay pots yes. to light the traps below. Love those things. <clears throat> That's why it became necessary. Or if I was really, really far away and had no way of actually sneaking up to the person, I can distract them by pulling them to me with the bow first, and as they're trying to search for me, backstab them. So I use it more of a, as a tool than an actual fighting style. Other than that, uh, my next week's goal is to hit level 30. And I did start the Dark Brotherhood quest chain. I got the first three marks down dead quickly. All of them kill... kill, uh, (laughs) I got the kill screen on all three of them with cutting their throats. Nice. Nice. So I'm going to finish that one up. You know, I've only finished Dark Brotherhood on one of my characters. Really? I thought you finished them... I I thought you finished on all of them. No, I started it on all of them. Gotten halfway on most of them, but I've only finished it on my first character. And I, well, my uh, Red Guard, I destroyed the Dark Brotherhood. So obviously he didn't get to do the Dark Brotherhood question because he kind of wiped him out. Yeah. Oh, I could have sworn you got it on all of them. Nope. This will be my second time completing the Dark Brotherhood. Cool. So you're psyched? You're about ready to do it again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually going to do, I'm the the the, um, the Emperor's cousin, the girl, where I have to go in a solitude and kill her. Mm-hmm. The one that everybody loves to do. I'm actually going to try just sneaking up to her right behind her as she's doing her speech and cutting her throat on stage. That's how I did it the first time. For all, I didn't even know there was another way to do it. That's how I did it. Oh, I gotta say it. I killed her again. Oh, oh her. Oh. <laughs> Yet again. <laughs> Not you again. Yes, it's me. Joe takes pride in killing right. her. She's a stop. So, oh, God, it's him. Oh, okay. So what'd you do this time? You run in there, grab her by her hair and hurl no. her out of her window. And- I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. Burned her corpse on fire. Draw it and draw it and quartered. Yeah, um, I Jump s- on her chest <laughs> like Bruce Lee. <laughs> hey, that was a great scene. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> If Joe has a Grandmaster mod, he can do that on his assassin character. Oh, I'm always pushing that Grandmaster mod. Hey, Jeez. that's a fun mod. <laughs> I, I actually snuck around on the, the beds without being seen all the way around, got behind her, and I went into a, a kill cam. I was, I was hoping to get the cut the throat one, but instead I grabbed her hair, <laughs> pulled her back, and shoved my my Tanton through her back. A Tanton's like hey, a hey, Japanese Oh, whoa, whoa, family show, family show. My God. <laughs> A Japanese-style dagger. Jeez. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I shoved it right through her back and dropped it to the floor, and then the whole thing was, yay, they killed, they killed her. <laughs> the usual. <laughs> that so, should, someone should make a mod where that's like the end boss in the game, <laughs> and you have to go after her. A resurrected gorilla of the kind. <laughs> yeah. Just, yes. Instead of Alduin, totally like a flying, fire-breathing gorilla. Now she's now she's girl out of the pit. That whole sneak thing we just <laughs> talked about, I looked it up. It was sneaking, but it was confirmed fixed, actually, for the PC. Okay, so it was fixed. Mm-hmm. Is it still a problem on uh, other PS3 and Xbox? Know? As far as we know, it is. Oh, that's not good. 
N-G. No good. Either way, I had a plan to, to compensate regardless if that occurs anyway. Wow, so level 21, huh, Joe? Level 21. Not bad. <laughs> so is... All right, 21 is where Joe's setting it now. Let's yep. we'll see who's getting further, right? Eve Arwen yeah. is next on the list. Well, uh, I'm not level 21, <laughs> but uh, I did make level 11, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, me. <laughs> Dude, you got a lot to catch uh, up on to make that mark. Yeah, tell me about it. Well, listen. All right. I have a new favorite character. Oh, yeah? Oh, do I ever. Do I ever. Yes, badassery has been achieved. And it is my Shadow Knight. <laughs> this guy is a walking behemoth. First of all, I made him an orc, and he does the, the two-handed, two-handed swords. Okay? Nice. Nice. He's got on all that's, heavy armor. That's nice. It's, oh, he's, he's oh, it's totally cool. <laughs> you got to get Daedra armor on this guy. Oh, yes, definitely. I'm going after all of it. All of it I'm going after. And he's just a nasty, nasty dude. I mean, this guy would kill his mother if he could just turn her into his <laughs> If he was getting a reward from it, he'd kill her. <laughs> he'd kill her. I mean, that's the kind of guy that, I mean, he's just, he's just an awful dude. So, all right, so he's a, all right, like I said, he's an orc. He's wearing all heavy armor, <clears throat> except, except uh, I have a, a mage hood on him right now. And he's, he's got two-handed sword. For the magic part of it? Correct. Yeah, just to give him a little, <laughs> little enhancement in the magic. So I'm not going to go too far into the heavy heavy armor tree. I'm pretty much going to just stick with with Juggernaut, and that's about it for for the uh, for the heavy armor tree. I'll I'll you know as I level up, I'll you know see what my what my options are with that. But right now, I believe for heavy armor, I have uh, it's level 29, and I'm uh, two out of five on the Juggernaut. So I'm moving along for level 11. That's the, I think that's pretty decent. Well, that's going to give you a hell of a lot of survivability. Yeah, that's well, that's sure. that's what I'm I'm looking for. And now the the whole idea of this of this character was the anti paladin. So that's exactly what I'm going for. My two handed skill right now is is level thirty eight, and I've got two out of five in the uh, the barbarian perk, which is the you know do more damage uh, with your two handed weapon. And I have one in uh, well, I have the champion stance perk, which requires twenty five percent less stamina. Uh, for for the power attacks, I started to get into destruction magic, and I sort of use that as an offhand weapon. So, just to kind of because the 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 two handed weapon is the only melee weapon I'm going to use. Um, destruction magic, and I'm using um, lightning right now. I've naturally leveled that up to level twenty three. I haven't put any perks into it yet, and I don't think I'm going to. I'm just going to keep going with, you know. Lightning and destruction magic and let that level itself up naturally. Conjuration, however, that's the big thing. Yeah, that's kind of crucial to your place, their place off yeah. that guy. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that, that's, that is the main focus for my characters is conjuration. And uh, I've got that up to level 42. I nice. took, uh, yeah, that's I was really good. excited. <laughs> really <laughs> excited about that. I got lucky a couple of times. I've noticed that leveling up conjuration is well let me let me explain what i'm doing first and, I'll, and then I'll, I'll go into this because i don't want to spoil it just yet um i have novice conjuration and conjuration dual casting which allows my i like to what i do is i basically raise zombies so i'll, I'll kill something i'll turn into a zombie and i'll let it go fight for me 
And then right. what I'll do is I'll stand a little further back as as the zombie is, you know, punching, kicking or doing whatever it does. Um, I'll stand back and I'll use my 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 lightning, my destruction magic. And it's it's usually my lightning. I'll dual cast my lightning spell and I'll help kill the enemy. So are you able Rinse. to level up two hand weapons at all during this process? Oh, yeah, I was. I was. Uh, my two handed uh, my two handed skills up to uh, 38. That's so. good. Yeah. Yeah, I've been doing, and I, my block skills, uh, my block skills, been going up naturally, a result of that too. But it's like in the in the twenties, I believe. So I get into a, a ton of a ton of melee fights. So what I'll do is, I'll be by myself, and I'll be in a dungeon, which I've gone through maybe like four or five of them already at this point. And I'll have you know a drogger run up to me. I'll fight him with my two handed sword and kill him. And then I'll use I'll use my uh, conjuration uh, spell to raise him from the dead, and then I'll have him fight for me for the next one. So the next dude comes or the next dragger comes running out, and my my zombie is fighting him, and I'll stand back and then I'll use my lightning and, and help kill him, and then rinse and repeat. I'll raise that zombie up, and I'll have him help me. So because of that play style, I've I've taken like I said the novice conjuration. Conjuration dual casting, which allows my raised zombies to last longer. I spec into con- apprentice conjuration. This way, I can, you know, get some better spells later on when I finally get myself up to, up to the college, which is where I'm headed at the moment. I'm headed up to the college. Oh, stop, stopping at every point in between. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, a cave. Shiny. That's exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm doing. I wonder what's in here. <laughs> um, when I hit conjuration level forty. I was totally, totally, totally stoked to get necromancy, which it allows longer duration for my reanimated up undead. Nice. Yes. Yes. Oh yeah. Oh baby. <laughs> <laughs> so now I can honestly say I am a shadow knight. I've got Excellent. heavy armor. I got the two-handed weapon. I'm rocking that. I'm raising my undead, and they're they're fighting for me for you know a long a long a, you know good a good amount of time. And I got my destruction magic, and I'm all getting into it. And I, I can't wait to level you know, all this. Stuff you got to live stream this. I want to see you do this, dude. It is totally <laughs> it is totally ba, totally ba. I mean, I I, I must have squeed several times playing the other. Day. <laughs> <Gross>. <laughs> wow. Dave just got an unpleasant image that in his is, mind. I, I puked a little. Thank you. <laughs> like it definitely happened. Now I love playing my paladin. I don't want to come off and and you know make it sound like you know uh, that's it for for the paladin. Now I'm never playing him ever again. But I have to say, this guy is amazing. <laughs> Unbelievably powerful. Totally awesome. Really, really just just can't wait. Um, to get further into them. So, let's see. I have gone through, I went f- through Bleak Falls Barrow, knocked that right out of the park. Uh, Hilgrim's, Hilgrim's Tomb, which is the the uh, small little dungeon over by Iverstead. Remember where last, uh, it was episode 20, I, I said I, I killed the NPC because he got in my way? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't even bother bringing him in the tomb, I just killed him. <laughs> <laughs> I walked off to him like, hey, bro, what's going on? He's like, oh, my aunt's is like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> I needed a zombie. That's what it turned out to be. Wow. You're, You're going to serve person. me in the afterlife, <laughs> sir. 
That is an awesome Shadow Knight. Exactly. That's what I was thinking. That's exactly what a Shadow Knight would do. Exactly. You die now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm picturing Yvarman's character like that one character from the Dungeons & Dragons movie. (laughs) Damodar. Oh, my. Damodar. Damodar. (laughs) (laughs) No, the Shadow Knight's name was Solias, dude. And wait, wait, hold on. First of all, the Dungeons and Dragons movie had a had a Shadow Knight in it. Yeah, the dude that got like infected with the thing that crawled through his body and had the ears that they poked out of his ears. Yeah, that one. Yeah, wasn't that Solias? Damodar. I thought no. Yeah, it was Damodar. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Totally Damodar. Sorry, Joe. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it is Damodar. Yeah. I have to get on topic again. Great. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I went through another place that I found called Mara's Eye Den, and it's this totally out of the way um, hole. Literally, it's a hole hidden on a tiny little island in the middle of a lake. What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> where is this? It's I, I can't even tell you where it is. To be honest, uh, all I can it's tell you in a hole on a lake on a lake. You go, Somewhere. go. It's in the, <laughs> That's like the worst I'll description ever. Very fast. So well, you away? <laughs> I'm heading up north. I can tell you that, right? And I was passing this this lake. It's it's. I believe it's called Mara's Lake or Mara's Eye Lake or Mara's. I think it's Mara's Lake. To be honest, I'm not 100 percent sure. But there's a hole in it. But right, you go through the lake, and in the middle of the lake, you can see that there's 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 an island, a little tiny island, and there's some mud crabs there. There was a hole in the bottom of the sea. That one? <laughs> <laughs> there's a mud crab there. So there's a couple of mud crabs there. So I killed the mud crabs, and one of them died. And I, I was looting its corpse, and I noticed underneath it is a trap door. So I was like, oh, look at that. There's a trap door here. Like I could totally crawl in this, dude. Totally. That's awesome. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> what if you killed a crab and there was a trap underneath it? <laughs> <laughs> so I, I jumped inside and I'm thinking like it's it's going to be like a, a tiny little, you know, piece of garbage den or something in there. And uh, it, it, it absolutely was a tiny little piece of garbage den, but it was a really big one. <laughs> it, was, it was a really big piece of garbage den. It was a it was a it was a really big little tiny piece of garbage den. Um, and it was just it was filled with. You know, bandits and whatnot, and and they they uh, they fell to my my uh, my two handed sword of baery. <laughs> so, in closing, my strategy for this guy is to take him up north, go to the Winter Cold College, learn a whole bunch of conjuration spells up there, go through the Mage College quest, and on my way there, kill and marauder across the countryside and destroy everything in my path. That sounds like an awesome plan. I like that. It's been fun so far. <laughs> All 11 action-packed levels. <laughs> oh, and there was that other one thing I wanted to tell you about with Conjuration. I noticed that if you if you raise up multiple different NPCs that that encompass different play styles, okay, for example, you know, you, you kill a melee guy and you raise him up and they effectively fight for you, your skill will go up. If you, yes, if you keep using melee guys, though, at some point it's not going to level up as much anymore. So, oh, I s- you mean conjuration, not not a, like a sword skill, right? Correct. Yeah, no. I, I okay. what I say is conjuration. Yes, when you use 
when you you know use raise zombie on on melee guys, you'll you'll raise your conjuration up. However, at a certain point, if you keep using melee guys, you're not going to level up conjuration as as quickly. So if you start using raise zombies on let's say magic users and and you know archers, you'll actually start to level up conjuration as they fight for you effectively. So if you're just starting a mage who's, who's going into heavy conjuration at the very beginning of the game in order to level up conjuration faster, raise use raise zombie on a multiple different multiple different NPCs um, that use different different attack styles. And the more effectively they fight for you, the faster that conjuration is going to level up. So go for the melee guys, go for the magic using guys, and go for the ranged, you know, archers and, and all that. All in all in one nice mix, and you'll you'll see your skill increase quite a bit. So that's it. Uh, next week's goal, I'm going to try and get myself up to to level 30. And um, that's that's pretty much it for my for my goal right now because I know I've got all my my trees all picked out. I want to see them level up, advance more. I don't even know what kind of conjuration spells there are out there. I definitely want to learn a bunch of them. And well, uh, definitely get to the college. Oh yeah, definitely. Because yeah. then you'll there's a there's a guy there who specifically trains in conjuration that you need to talk to. Yeah. Yeah, that's gonna be a, what I think he trains at master level, right? Yeah, know. he does train to master mm-hmm. level, and he gives you quests once you hit around ninety, specifically for conjuration. Oh, good, good. All right, but wait, there's more. But wait, <laughs> there's more. Uh, there is more. We're actually going to add Fred to the call now. So Fred will be coming in just a few seconds to talk about his side of these things. Hopefully he's there. So Fred, you're, uh, you're on the call with us. Are you there? Hey, guys. What's up? Uh, Fred. 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 So, Dude, did you hear the news? Uh, about the I'm... name change? No, no, that don't matter. I, I'm full time. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what they're calling you now. Oh. Oh, oh, wow. <laughs> Fred Woodley, everybody. Right. He's from uh, Minecraft just, just Off the Record. Wait, just wait till a little bit later in the week when we talk about the projects you got fired from. Oh. <laughs> oh. Fred made it a point today to troll me on my own email, and he said, so I heard in Diablo Off the Record that uh, that you, you wanted to have originally three experts on the show, uh, but I was wondering, I know you got Dave on there, where does the other two experts go, and who were they? <laughs> Thanks, Fred. Fred, <laughs> so we're here because of the challenge. What do you got for us, man? Well, first I wanted to address what you mentioned last week. You were wondering how I named my character, mm-hmm. because I named him Ruckrack Dreadscale Brood. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure if you guys noticed but you can give your characters last names too and uh that's actually from my everquest heritage i had an ixgar warrior that was named andred mantis dreadscale brood nice. and yeah lou knows what i'm talking about oh right. yeah <laughs> none of us do no I, uh, i'm completely clueless b-a ixgar b-a in the original everquest they were the race that everybody hated and they hated everybody else <laughs> I sense some opposition from you, Fred. What well, <laughs> I haven't Just... even begun to tell you the story yet, Ivarwin. Oh, my. Oh, my. Well, you know, I, I did all the usual crap of, you know, going after the Golden Dragon Claw, so I'm not going to bore you with that. Well, <laughs> what I'm going to tell you is the first okay. interesting story. 
when this challenge first came up, I decided to start listening to the old episodes of Skyrim off the record to get ideas of where to go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I came to an episode where Joe and Dave were talking about Pine Watch. So I decided yes. I was going to try to find that. Well, I roamed a little bit too far past where I needed to go. You went the complete opposite in... direction, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it, it wasn't the opposite direction. I ended up in, in Falkreath. How did you reach Falkreath from going to Pine Watch? <laughs> it Are just you sort blind? of happened that way. <laughs> He walked in the wrong I direction. Ended up finding some Nord woman that thought she was like a ranger or something up in a cottage too. I ended up everywhere but where I was trying to go. Sounds like it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I got the falk wreath and these people started talking about this dog. He's <laughs> looking around, he's like, This doesn't look like Pine Watch at all. <laughs> this is nothing like Joe and Dave described. <laughs> Oh, look, a dog. Hey, boy, get this dog. not even named the same thing. What's going on here? <laughs> I didn't even see the dog yet. People in town were talking about it. A guard mentioned something when I first walked up. Yeah. And I had a bunch of stuff I needed to sell, so I go over to where the blacksmith is, and I decide to wait until he comes out because it was nighttime. So I'm waiting, and as soon as the wait's over, I hear this guy go, Oh, there you are. Now you're going to die. And I turn around and there's these three hired thugs that are just attacking me for no apparent reason. And I don't know if you guys played around with an Argonian at all, but no. their their racial ability completely overpowered. Really? It's called Hissed Skin. And as soon as I activate that, my life regenerates so fast that even dragons can't damage me. Wow. And it, it lasts for like a minute, too. Ooh. So what you're saying is... Uh... OP nerf the Argonians. Future no, past from Bethesda. I'm saying they're fine just how they are. They need to be nerfed. Is what I understand completely. That, I, I get it. No, that needs to be their racial in the MMO. On a side note, I was just going to say, I wonder how they're going to balance that in the MMO. Uh, they'll prob- in the original EverQuest, Ixgar had improved regeneration too, and it was just a passive thing. Mm. So that would probably be something lame like that. <laughs> you regenerate Four hit points a second instead of two. <laughs> so what else? So tell us about your character. What did you get to? Did you meet your goal or? Well, I made it to level twenty, which my goal was level fifteen. Surpassed it. Nice. Nice. Yeah, it worked out pretty well for the first week, and I did find that annoying dog that Dave was talking about before. Yes. And I have to say. Originally, when Dave told the story, I immediately set my mind to, I'm going to keep that dog and give back the axe. And then when I did the quest, that stupid dog, I'd be on my horse and he would be pushing me with his nose, just pushing me across the map. So in the end, it wasn't much of a choice. I had to kill the dog. (laughs) Now you know where I'm coming from. Balance the way the difference here. Keep the dog alive or get an axe you're never going to use. Well, I actually did use the axe for a little while. Until yeah, I, yeah, but you're gonna grow out of it damn quick. Well, I started the Thieves Guild quest, and that's the first time that I ever did the Thieves Guild, so it was all new to me. I'd like it. I really liked it, and when I got to the Nightingale stage of it, I kept having a bug with Carlia. She kept walking the opposite direction, so I'm standing up there at the gate waiting for her to open the door, and she just keeps leaving the dungeon. <laughs> I had, oh, wow. <laughs> I had to reload the game about four times, and then I looked online, and somebody said, you actually have to be standing on the side of her with the gate when you talk to her, or else she'll walk the opposite direction. 
<laughs> it was a really weird bug. I'm, I'm going home, Fred. <laughs> the first time I'm standing there like 15 minutes and she goes, just wait, at the, just wait there until I open the gate and then run to the far side over there. So I'm looking and the marker is on the platform I need to be standing on, but she was not opening that gate. Hmm. <laughs> well, I finally figured that out. And the axe that I got for murdering the dog didn't really mesh too well with the Nightingale armor set. <laughs> so I actually, <laughs> actually installed the mod by Insanity Sorrow called a Celtic Katana. And I did make a black-handled katana to wear with that, and it matched perfectly. Wow, yeah, that sounds awesome. Great, yeah, it's a great mod. I have it, too. <laughs> See? Yeah, it's Ninja Turtle. We called it, Dave. Ninja Turtle. Yep. <laughs> so much better. I'm like an X-Car ripoff. Ninja, Ninja Turtle's Turtle. got nothing on X-Car. Just Except saying. shells. So well, how, are you, have how are you specking your character? Well, I'm going predominantly into two-handed weapons in light armor and I'm doing sneaking as a third option because my main goal is to be able to go toe to toe with things in light armor, take a couple hits and be able to completely devastate them with a two handed weapon. And I just last night got the perk that allows me to do decapitations. So yeah. I was actually sneaking up behind people and when I would get a kill cam, sometimes he would swing and lob somebody's head <laughs> I off. Love that. <laughs> Other times he would go up behind him and just completely ram his katana all the way through them. Uh, One of my favorite things about that decapitation thing was like it was another little mini game in itself. After you lopped off the head, you had to go find the head. (laughs) (laughs) Where did that head go? Eight double head, eight heads in a double bag. When I first got the perk, I was doing that part of Thieves Guild where you have to chase down Mercer Frey, and it was right before you go into that dungeon that you ultimately find him in. And there's like these balconies with these thieves all on top there. Mm-hmm. And so I'm sneaking up behind them. And after I got the Nightingale set, that's the first time I was able to actually sneak in front of somebody and they can't see me. So I moved behind this guy and I had a bug. My guy stabbed him completely through with his katana and then the guy's head fell off. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> that's an afterthought. <laughs> <Oop>. <laughs> Oh, I got one in the chest. <laughs> There's this archer up on the ledge, and he goes, what was that? <laughs> his buddy's head's rolling down the Dude, platform. <laughs> I'm getting the hell out of here. <laughs> oh, my God. Fred's like, cool story, bro. <laughs> well, the other thing, every time I leveled up, I tried to keep my health and stamina relatively close to one another. Early on, I gave more health because I needed to be able to take some hits, but it got pretty annoying real quick not being able to have enough stamina to do a couple power attacks. So I built that up to be even with my health, and I invested three out of five, so I got the 60% damage to two-handed weapons, which is the Barbarian perk. Ah, yes. I bought the Champion Stance, which reduces power attacks by 25% less stamina when I'm standing. Yeah, that's an, that's definitely necessary. And I got the Devastating Blow, which adds 25% bonus damage to standing power attacks and adds the chance to decapitate someone. And I also bought Deep Wounds, which adds 10%. At, I bought the first rank, which adds 10% to two-handed swords. See, now, how, got, far, how far up the tree was that one? That one was in the middle. All right. 
there's like three side by side for one for swords, one for axes, and one for two handed yeah. hammers. Yeah. Okay. I know which ones you're talking about now, then. I killed the dog. I got the Dovahkiin quest up to the point where I need to go in the cave after the artifact. So I'm a little bit behind on Dovahkiin. Yeah, that's a, I something saying, I did. I forgot to mention is I did do that all up to the point where I got, where I turned the horn in and got the dragon reborn. So I turned the horn in. That's what the first thing I had to do. Forgot about that. Thanks, Fred. Oh, you're welcome. Well, the other thing that interested me was I had no problem at all killing Mercer Frey because the way I'm playing this character is he's doing whatever benefits him at the time. And I was sent on one of the Thieves Guild's quests to Solitude where I had to follow another Argonian through this dungeon where he was, like, coercing with the enemy there. And after I found out what I needed from him, I just killed him. <laughs> when I got back to Mercer Frey, <laughs> Mercer Frey's like, well, obviously you didn't know how important to the guild that guy was, so you'll understand that you're not getting paid. <laughs> And thinking. then you said in retort, obviously, you can kiss my Argonian butt. <laughs> well, I had no idea how the story was going to go at that point, but I'm thinking, yeah, yeah you just wait till I catch you away from the other NPCs. <laughs> You're going down, buddy. I like the way Mercer Frey says Carlia. Do you ever catch that? Yeah. It's like totally unique. It's like Carlia. 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 Oh, Adrian. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly what it's like. So, what's your goal for next week, Fred? <laughs> Level 30. Nice. All right, man. Um, hmm? One last thing I wanted to ask you guys. Did any of you have a problem with the dragons? That that bug seems to be back where they won't come down and fight. No, I haven't had that problem at all. They seem to be coming down too often. I, I had three of them that just stayed up in the sky, and nothing I could do would get them to come down and fight me. Have you tried killing them? <laughs> I was standing and they're going foos, foos up into the sky, and they just you try smelling yourself in mud with a torch, going, "Come on, kill me! I'm right here!" Signal fire! Come on, come on! <laughs> kill me! The the very last thing that I did, you know that guy in White Run that's standing over by that statue of Talos, and he's just like calling out all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, going, "Oh, bring Talos back!" Well, I snuck up behind him. And- I love you. <laughs> <laughs> that idiot. <laughs> yeah, I think you're thinking of the right person. Yeah. <laughs> this is right after I finished that Falkreath thing where those hired thugs attacked me and the guards didn't help me at all. I go back to Whiterun and that guy is like preaching for Talos. So I went into sneak and I went behind him and I went into a cutscene and completely lobbed his head off. And nice. then the guards have a problem with this. <laughs> You're just trying to help the noise ordinance in town. Jeez. <laughs> they, they come running up to me like, oh, hey, you stop there. And I put my weapon away. And then I just pick the option to tell them, hey, I'm the Thane here. And they're like, oh, we didn't recognize you. Well, we'll let it go this time. All right. About that. Nothing corrupt going on over here. <laughs> <laughs> then just following Carwin's lead. dead at my feet. <laughs> <laughs> I, I dragged his body up into the bushes near the companion's hall <laughs> and left him there. Oh my god, you're a worse person than a Varwin. <laughs> Who's wrote of that? <laughs> uh, Joe, oh, who do we have now? Huh? Well, next we're going to go with Lou. Fred, uh, go. thank you for coming on. We'll talk to you next week. All right, buddy. All right, I'll talk to you guys later. See you, Fred. Right. See you later. Bye, Bye Fred. Bye.
Lou. Who's Rude? It's your turn, Lou. All right. Well, my playthrough hasn't been all that exciting yet. <laughs> <laughs> my character, as I stated last episode, um, it's a sword and board character. I am creating a paladin character, which I did. Uh, loving the new life, you know, living another life mod helped me streamline that intro. Oh, what uh, what did you choose for that? Um, I actually, since I wanted the heavy armor right off the bat, I actually chose the option to become a soldier, so I joined Legion right then and there. Perfect, yeah. Mm. Yeah, that way I went to the, you know, that blacksmith and he gave me the armor, so I wasn't handicapped from the get-go. Otherwise, I had to go steal again from other people. Yeah. You gotta have, you gotta take the heavy armor stuff, like, almost immediately. Like, if you, if you're definitely looking for a paladin character, I, the first point I always do is, is, is Juggernaut. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> Where's my sling blade? <laughs> so what I did was I, I got there, so I started in Solitude. If those of you aren't familiar with that particular mod, uh, whatever option you choose, it brings you to that area immediately. So starts me off in Solitude, speak to the Legate, speak to General Tellius, whatever, get the armor, and then I'm like, well, since I am at the beginning, where's this carriage guy again? So <laughs> I went all the way back to Whiterun, you know, as you should, and then I worked my way back up to, uh, to Riverwood. And I'm starting there, and slowly again, just started building my spinning skill. Because remember, I wanted to get my uh, spinning skill up so I could start creating my own armor, which I did. I got up my steel armor. I have that perk now. Okay. The problem is I have to just go acquire some ingots, which kind of doesn't mesh well with my gameplay since I'm supposed to be a, a, a righteous, outstanding moral <laughs> knight, and uh, I can't really be thieving now, can I? So, at some points in my gameplay, I'm like, do I really want to do this? Because it really doesn't mesh well with with what a pound's supposed to be all about. Yeah. You know, the lock picking, the pickpocketing. Well, the the lock picking is is not much of a problem if you only use it in in dungeons when it's not, you know, stealing. But I mean, the smithing, all you have to do is just pick up, you know, a a pickaxe and and just, you know, keep your eye open for for bargains uh with with traders and and buy, you know, buy them off there and and you know, harvest them with uh with veins. Right, yeah, which is why that mob with the Jose oh, that allows all the ores to be standing out better. Yes, yeah, that that glowy. Yeah, that, that definitely helps. Uh, it's helped me a lot too. Get that, that get that stuff. And one thing I do notice off the bat is my very first fight. I'm like I'm thinking, I'm in the mindset now of my usual dual wielding light armor wearing characters. So I'm approaching cautiously and I realize, wait a minute, I have any armor in a shield. Let me see what happens. I just go charging in there. <laughs> wait, what? What do you do? Uh, I was actually my very first fight um, in Bleak Falls Barrow. Sorry, let me, let me backtrack that. I went okay. in there. Okay. Um, on the road up there, remember that little tower? It's off to the side before you actually hit the uh, barrel. Yeah. Okay. Every time I approach that with my, all my other characters, whether it's my battle mage, my assassin, what have you, I've always been wearing light armor or medium armor. So I've always been cautious about going there. Mm-hmm. This time I'm like, I no, 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 no. Let me see what I can do with this character now. Yeah, and I just run in there, and these guys are hitting me. I'm not feeling it. I'm like, okay, <laughs> that was so bad. <laughs> yeah, that's not so bad. The guy, the, arch, the guy with the, the bow and arrow, block animation. Like, oh, oh no, no, you can wait your turn. I'll get back to you later. You're not that's, hurting me at all. <laughs> that's that. That's that extra health that you're getting. The, um, the juggernaut, um, perk as well, and the heavy armor on top of it. I mean, it really mitigates damage. And plus, you know, the extra health. I mean, I, I would hope that as you as you level up, you put 
like, you know, seven times out of 10, you're putting, you know, the, the point into health. Into health, yeah. yeah. So into stamina, so I, you know, build that up. And then I also want to leave some points for, of course, for Magicka. Because mm-hmm. I got to be able to heal and heal others. So I want to keep that aspect of Pally. Yeah. Um, the only person I ran into, I have issues with now, the characters, the melee characters, are going with two handed swords. Obviously, since I'm only one hander and shield, I'm having a bit of a problem. Just a slight one. Again, I'm just gonna work on my timing. Just, this is a new place off me. I never had to actually worry about or think about. You know, maybe I could time and block this attack. You know, absorb it and just parry. Once you once you get the hang hang of that, it's it feels really good. It feels awesome. Can I can I make one suggestion for a secondary uh, weapon style for your for your paladin? Were you gonna suggest the two-handed weapons? Uh, yeah, the the two-handed mace. Okay. So I actually went with the two-handed sword. Do you think the mace is better? Yeah, mace mace would be a little bit better, um, simply because it's slower, and you you do actually. And we, we talked about this, I think, uh, an episode or two ago. Um, and it does actually work. You end up leveling up your heavy armor skill a little faster because the the weapon is slower, and you get hit more often. Yes, and I noticed that too, being a a punching bag, <laughs> allowing me <laughs> myself to take the hits. I'm like, wait a minute, hey, look at that heavy armor increased. Look at that. Oof. <laughs> oh, right in the oh, oh, oh. But yeah, I, I've just been. It's like a new light. I'm like, wow. So this is what this playstyle feels like. <laughs> what what race did you did you choose, or did you already mention that? And I I lost it. No, uh, no, I didn't. I actually went Nord. Okay. Nord. Uh, a Nord female paladin. Her name is Temperance. Okay. I like that. Yeah, I figured that'd cool be a nice name. name that, or you know, well, I'm also a Bones fan, <laughs> so I, I like that name. It, it fits <laughs> for for like a cleric or for a paladin. I think that name fits. Yeah, it does. So, even with the the way I built her, I mean, I use the Apache uh, Sky Hair mod. I gave her a very prim and proper braid hair set, so she looks like a cleric who's turned you know to the martial arts to spread the word, spread the faith. Spread the faith. That's right. Stormtrooper for their god. <laughs> <laughs> and I haven't picked up any bows and arrows at all because I'm not going to use that. I mean, I do have it, but I'm hoping I won't be in a situation where I have to actually whip it out and use that. But hearing you guys talk, I may have to fall back on that to either maybe pull something to me or in some situations, you know, it just might be the only option. Yeah, when a bow's an only option, we're not going to fog you for it, but I'm the same way. I'm not going to use them. There's, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with using a bow and arrow as a paladin. No, nothing. No, I mean I know I know D and D you can't do it. It's not a it's not an, an option um, in Dungeons and Dragons. But I I don't I I've always disagreed with that. Always. I mean every every warrior needs a a ranged ability in its arsenal to to remain you know well rounded. True every style and and i know the reason why D says no is because you know it, it, paladins want to actively engage their enemy um in in honorable combat and when you have a bow and arrow you know you could catch them off guard and kill them instantly and that's not honorable but you know it, there's other ways of going around that i mean you know i don't know i wouldn't let it i wouldn't let it uh you know hold you back all right so definitely think maybe just rethink some fights or maybe just Try to work that into my, I guess, my fight rotation. Okay. All right. Definitely. So, what do you got planned for next week, Lou? 
since I have, you know, been remiss, and, you know, I'm not as fast-paced as you guys, you know, I, I want to get to at least 20 next week, definitely, and I'm kind of hesitant about starting the Dark Brotherhood quest, you know, because I did pick up that rumor in White, in, um, in the Inn, in Riverwood, but again, you know, that won't fit well with the, well, I guess, the story uh, of playing this Paladin, you know, why would it, uh, the only reason I would take it, though, is probably, I'll probably end up destroying it. You know, I'll do the opposite. I'll, I'll destroy the dark, hunting them down, and uh, Thieves Guild. Again, I don't yeah. know what to do about that. Well, have you have you ever done the Dark Brotherhood quest? Mm-hmm. All right. So I mean, it's not like you're not you're not gonna miss out. I would, because that's exactly what I'm gonna do on my paladin. Is I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the Dark Brotherhood quest, and then I'm just gonna destroy the Dark Brotherhood. Yes, we're all going to kill Joe's favorite female NPC. In the game. Unfortunately, <laughs> Sorry, I want to hear all about it. This one's for you, Joe, <laughs> Mister I Love Astrid Man. <laughs> Mister I Love Astrid Man. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's what I've got so far this week, and hopefully I'll catch up to you guys soon. Don't worry, Lou. It'll be you and me taking down the Dark Brotherhood, Paladin Brothers. Hurrah! <laughs> <laughs> Blessed is the Warrior of the Light. <laughs> Call us the Holy Shake and Bake. <laughs> All right, Dave, what do you got for us, man? I'm up next. You're up next. All right. Um, t- today I'm talking about my level 15 paladin. Uh, started out sword and board and did all that, but I figured, well, I need to start getting into heavy armor pretty quick. So I, the first thing I did was I hit the uh, blacksmithing shop, and I did a lot of blacksmithing. In just river moving run? around from one city to another. Yeah, all of them. I... Uh, First thing I did was I got on the the guy at, in front of White Run and uh, had him bring me to all the major cities. It's a horse and carriage, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I hit all the major cities. And I just have been hopping from one to the other and blacksmithing. I got it up to level fifty. Nice, yeah. So hopefully I'm going to get it higher than that. But that's where I have with blacksmithing and. Then I started doing the quests. Where how did my that, first thing? How did that help? That? How did going from from city to city help your blacksmithing? Well, I that also helps speechcraft because I what I do is I do a lot of trading. Okay. So I look for deals, things that uh, I pick up along the way. Right. And pretty much anything I walk past, I pick up and sell it, even if it's crap, because there's always somebody who wants to buy everything. Yeah. So. I did a lot of trading, a lot of uh, killing any wild animal I come across to break it down into leather. And then I, I went and I, I've only been making leather bracers because they cost one leather and two leather strips. So that makes it a lot easier to get what you need to actually gain a level. But they take a ton of leather bracers to gain one level when you get higher up. So yeah. I may need to start figuring out a, a better solution, like maybe golden uh, chains or rings. All right. So basically, you've been trading with a lot of people to get raw materials to fashion them into yes. leather bracers. Well, I did leather bracers for a bit, and then I, I started doing uh, iron daggers. Okay. Because those are about the same way with the low material cost. I guess I'll have to check that out because I, I personally have a really hard time with crafting and I've been mm-hmm. having a tough time with my smithing on my Well, paladin. I'm the guy to go to. I was even telling Joe earlier about uh, – I also did a little enchanting where what I do is any weapon I carry is always – has soul trap on it 
or has the ability, some type of ability uh, that can wear down overuses. Um, because I also did a little bit of enchanting. Enchanting, you can gain points in it by breaking items down or even by refilling an item with a soul gem. You don't. It doesn't always have to be enchanting an item. So there's multiple ways of gaining levels in that. So I've gained a lot of levels in enchanting also. I think it's in the mid-20s. Uh, and I've never mm. enchanted an item. That's all I've done is wow. use soul gems and broken items down. Wow. Okay. Wow. So the first thing I did, though, with my character that I've actually done is when I went and I was bouncing around from different places, I, d- I hit uh, Markarth. Which, of course, the first thing you do when you go to Markarth, you guessed it, investigate a spooky house. Ah, yes. <laughs> Bring me a priest and get the mace. At this time in my character's <laughs> RP kind of life is that, you know, it's a starting out as a warrior. It falls a little bit into the dark side, right? Mm-hmm. So my character's bouncing around different places. I, I finally come across this quest and I pick it up. So now I have to go find this this. Uh, what's the worst way I can put this with, with while staying PG? Can I say hooker face? Is that a good term? I think I called him that when I was talking to Liz. Is, can I, Joe, can I say hooker face on air? I I, I think you may be able to. Um, <laughs> Not a hundred percent sure. I guess I'm saying it. I'm saying it. I'm, it's my. I'm using that one. I stole that one from Leaf Day. I don't think she even listens, but I stole it from her anyway. This hooker face decides I'm going to get myself captured in the middle of a mountain that you can't get to without walking all the way around the mountain three times. So I walked all the way around the mountain three times just to find this this <laughs> priest who's got himself captured by a bunch of hot chicks wearing nothing but leather. How come which, I don't have that problem? <laughs> I know. That's like, gee, you, you're saving me. Go away. He deserves to be spanked. Sorry. He doesn't need to be rescued. He needs a Mai Tai. <laughs> <laughs> like, how is this a bad thing? I walk up into the place. There are like a whole bunch of these, uh, what are they, the wild people? What do they call them in here? The wild people. The wild people. You know what I'm talking about. Mm. Um, Joe, what are they called? The wild people? Bandits? Uh, oh, you mean the... Uh, Fourth- yeah, Forsworn. Yeah, Forsworn. Yes, Forsworn. So he gets captured by all these Forsworn women. And I go save him. And he, I'm like, you know, I'm from your Boethia. I'm from Boethia. You should totally come with me. And he's like, lol, Boethia's not going to help somebody. <laughs> Which, you know, I'd, I'd call his bluff. I'd call his bluff, too, if I was captured by a bunch of women and someone comes up, dude, I'm here to save you. I'd be like, <laughs> save me. Save me. <laughs> I look like I need saving. I you think I'm okay. Eat or you should get lost. <laughs> <laughs> These girls are thirsty. Yeah, it's like Steve so, Trevor wanted to leave, you know, the island with one woman. Like, no, no, I don't want to leave the <laughs> I want to stay. Eventually, it came down to having to pay him to make him leave. But uh, I tricked him back to the place to uh, beat him down with Moloch Ball's uh, mace. Which was hilarious. If you haven't done that quest, I recommend doing it because you totally get to kill this dude. So, Molig Ball goes, all oh, no, bring him back to life. A paladin S character did that question? Yeah. Well, I haven't become a paladin mm. yet. This is me still being a warrior. Uh huh. 
Okay. So <laughs> I realize that this is a bad thing. Helping Moloch Ball in the darkness Speaking is a bad thing. Speaking of which, thing, Dave, so. I don't mean to interrupt you, but I keep on hearing Yvonne say, my paladin. But I don't think Yvonne understands what his character really is. Cause I don't think Kim is what he what him think he is. So, uh oh, you're not a paladin. You're not playing a paladin, are you? Well, I have a paladin. <laughs> well, you keep on saying my paladin as in your current play. I think he's talking about two different characters <laughs> at once. But yeah, my character is wasn't a paladin yet. Uh, it took a while. I did a lot of uh, letting Forsworn beat up on me just to raise my block and my my heavy armor and all that fun stuff that that Lou had to do. <laughs> Still doing my, oh. my fun stuff. I mean, pulling teeth. Uh, actually, better one, chewing glass. That's what I used to call it when I was grinding levels in PSO, chewing glass, because that's what it's, what it's about. Like anyway, um, so I was chewing glass with my my raising my skill caps, skill up on my my armor, my uh, blocking. Which, by the way, I need to tell y'all, I learned how to block thanks to Varwin. You're welcome. <laughs> I was on the phone with Avarwin, and I was telling him, oh my god, I love doing this blocking thing, because I get to block arrows, and they totally don't even hurt me. Well, Avarwin's <laughs> like, you can also smack them with your, with your shield. shield. Shield, yes. I was like, what? Oh, yeah. You can do that. <laughs> that round thing on Which my arm that with... used to be a weapon, but it's some kind of... He showed me how to smack people with my shield. It is yeah. hilarious. It's awesome. I do, that with, I do that with my paladin all the time. Just the guy runs right up to me and boom, shield bash him, bow, slap him over that with my mace. Crazy. Like it's great stuff. I had some dude running up on me. I was blocking with my shield, gaining <laughs> levels in it, and then I smack him with it. Yeah, dude. Yeah, that was the funniest thing I've ever done. I've been getting sh- kill cams with my shield bash. With your shield, yeah. Yep. Isn't oh, that yeah. great? <laughs> Matt, like having to tell somebody how did he die. By getting hit with a shield. <laughs> I made him chew my shield. <laughs> That's why he's got splinters on his chin. <laughs> it was it's hilarious. Like so I, I anyway, back to the actual story. I've been doing all this. I finally got up to level twelve, right? Mm-hmm. And level twelve is the is the sweet spot for paladin characters. Because at level twelve, you can start um the Dawnbreaker storyline. Yep. Mm. So, in case y'all don't know, Dawnbreaker is a holy Daedric weapon. It is crazy. So, I get the I get the, the thing. They uh, I talk to the Daedra who gives me the quest and tells me, "Hey, dude, my soccer ball is up and was stolen by somebody." His so, soccer ball. <laughs> trust me, it's a soccer ball. Anyway. <laughs> I go do this quest where I have to find the soccer ball. I, I fight my way through it. There's this giant spider. I freak out. It's so ugly. I hate spiders. I get to the end. I grab the soccer ball. I run out of the place. I get it back to her, and she goes, good job. You have to do it all over again. Good job. Here's a sword. So I give her a soccer ball, and she's like, you don't get your sword yet. You have to do another thing for me because she's a jerk. Now you have to get my my softball. <laughs> now that I now that she has her softball, she sends me down to a dungeon, which makes me use her softballs in the coolest puzzle in Skyrim. And yes, I'm willing to say that it is the coolest puzzle in Skyrim, and anybody can come up. If you find a better one, prove me wrong. <laughs> because this one, you start out with a beam of light shooting in at the first. 
uh, crystal softball. And this beam of light, you touch the softball, it raises up to shoot to the third softball. You go, you move your way through all the traps of this dungeon to the third one, lift it up to aim at the fourth softball. So you go through this entire dungeon moving this beam of light, which, by the way, if you touch, it will set you on fire. <laughs> wow. Found that out a few times. <laughs> <laughs> so I make my way through. It's this crazy dungeon. The whole with, like, point of this place is she, she basically wants you to purify her temple that was overrun with yes. uh, droggers and evil things. Uh, uh, well, it's a not necromancer. Droggers. They're not droggers. It, supposedly at the end is a necromancer, but they're not droggers in this dungeon. It has the craziest looking enemies. They're oh, skeletons. yeah. The dark skeletons. Race. Yes, the they're floating skeletons have legs they're they have like darkness for legs they're awesome looking and they're like they're crazy looking if you haven't done this quest no matter what character class do it, it they have the coolest enemies in here so i go through i finally fight my way to the final room to fight the necromancer right take down four of his little batty dark floaty skeleton we're gonna mess up your <laughs> soccer ball room baddies right <laughs> And then I go take, I, I kick them, I beat them. They're, they can't handle my shield because I'm too BA. Anyway, I, <laughs> finally can't handle support. <laughs> I finally get up to the Necromancer and he one shots me. <laughs> He's like, LOL, bro. He's like, hey, remember all those guys you totally one shot in my dungeon? <laughs> so he, he nice try, Paladin. <laughs> he, he's like, he laughed at me. It was crazy. I eventually, he killed off my companion that I had with like me. Like a phaladin. <laughs> yeah, it was a phaladin. Like, big time. I, I eventually just, there was these pillars in the room. I was kiting him, like, figure eight style around the pillars to make sure he didn't one-shot me. I wore him down. I bashed him. I, I smacked him with my molly balls, hammer of nastiness. <laughs> I totally, like, was beating him up. And uh, eventually, I killed him. <laughs> three hours See, that's later. usually why the recommended level for doing that quest chain is like say level 30 <laughs> in other words not level 12 not level 12 <laughs> well, I was by this time i was level 13 i leveled up it was this place was so awesome but <laughs> warmed down by smacking him with mox balls to the face i okay. i killed him but guess what? like that <laughs> that guy doesn't want to die i killed him and he just like those dark shades you've killed throughout this entire dungeon lifts out of his body and you have to fight him a second time. Wow. But I I, I must have gotten lucky or something because I totally killed him this first try when he lifted out of his body. I crapped myself, but I killed him. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I eventually, I got him down and like just for that I was like, I'm getting a water. So I go into the kitchen. I'm getting I a water. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I come back and I get the, the Dawnbreaker. And you got to see this thing in comparison to how the Dawnbreaker looks to the Molig Balls hammer of Bianus. It's it's a mace. It's mace of Bianus. Oh, that doesn't sound right. Anyway, in comparison of one to the other, it's obvious that the Dawnbreaker looks so amazingly stupid that I was just disappointed right off the bat. But I, I say well, I'm a paladin. I'm. I, I said, I'm a paladin, so I'm going to use it. I'm turning holy right now. So I go into my next dungeon. I can't even remember what dungeon I was in. But, oh, I remember what it was. I started going through the storyline again. So I go into the main du this dungeon that they, they send me into to find the horn. And 
I smack the first Draugr that I come across. He bursts into flames, falls over, and explodes in a ring of blue flame. <laughs> Whoa. That's Dawnbreaker. <laughs> really? <laughs> this thing doesn't have to look like anything. It It's just a total amazingness. Wow. So I, I even, I was going around smacking things. I was setting mud crabs on fire <laughs> by smacking <laughs> Not your normal red flame or yellow flame. No, it's blue. <laughs> okay. No, it's blue when you smack a holy thing and it, it if it like activates only when it activates you, with the blue flame does it even use any of the the spell cost of the weapon. So only when I'm attacking undead does it even need to be recharged, but if I attack anything, it sets it on fire. I'm setting mud crabs on fire. I tried to explain to a Varwin, do you comprehend how amazing it is to set a mud crab on fire? I'm setting mud crabs on fire. Tigers! Tigers! You'll set tigers on fire! Mammoths! <laughs> you'll set mammoths on fire! Kill oh. mammoths with your, with your paladin sword! <laughs> We've all seen that YouTube video. <laughs> this is the coolest weapon I've come across, even though it looks horrible. It looks so girly, it's like... You know, not a foot-long dagger-looking thing with a glowy handle. It looks like something you'd get out of a breakfast cereal box, but it's amazing. <laughs> I want you to paladin up. <laughs> it's like that thing that you, it's like you walk up to the pedestal at the end of the dungeon. I was really expecting, please supply three box tops and wait two to three weeks for delivery. <laughs> this thing looks so goofy. It really it needs does to be not. Remodeled. It does. It not. is awesome. I, I saw. I saw. I. I never had it, but I saw it. and I thought it looked pretty freaking awesome. It, it looks. I mean, it's awesome. got that light glowing in the middle. Dave's one of the few so... people in the world that thinks it looks goofy. Because it's yeah, not it evil in skulls. Don't listen to Dave, guys. It's an awesome looking sword if you haven't seen it. Okay, it doesn't matter what it looks like. It sets things on fire. <laughs> it doesn't matter what it looks like. Dave, what do you got for next? What do you? What are your plans for next week, buddy? <laughs> Okay, plans for next week, I'm either going to sit down and hit 50 or get <laughs> damn near close because I have other things in mind for this challenge. I'd like to squeeze in a second character. So I'm I'm really thinking I'm going to just go through no, Dave. and sh- one character. That's it for four weeks. Okay, in that case, I'm going to take my time with it. The problem is I got to figure out if I want to stay with the storyline of a paladin or if I want to just do everything just to try to hit 50. Hmm. So that's my conundrum. So that'll be my decision. And let's see. I'm going to set a level. How about 30? 30 sound good? Sounds good. So instead of making a paladin, you're going to take in all of these different play styles. You're basically going to make a de-enforce. <laughs> well, it is a paladin. I'm going to be paladin. Like heavy armor, sword and board, using the Dawnbreaker the whole way. Right. And level up ev- everything I can. It's I'm also I haven't even started on it, but I'm gonna start working on resto. That's gonna be my next week's challenges. I'm gonna try to get resto to a hundred. Nice, nice. Never done that. Before. Wow. I've never gotten yeah, resto I, to hundred. Never gotten past like forty or fifty. Dan, Hello. you're up next. Hello, everybody. Hello. Okay. Well, my character is currently level seven. He's a Khajiit dual wielding okay. assassin. Your Watch your mouth. <laughs> you don't say yeah, that word here. Like that here. Okay, fine. He's a giant kitty cat. Kitty cat. Yeah. Uh, His name but... is Bregal. 
Yes, le level seven. I, I feel so ashamed wow, of myself. I didn't even you're level meet. seven. I think we're going to kick you off the challenge. <laughs> what? Aww. Come on. You didn't make half of your goal of 15? <laughs> yes, yes, I didn't make it. I've been playing way too much Minecraft, but uh, <laughs> anyway, back to other schools. So in other words, you <laughs> played for one hour. It's like, okay, I'm done for now. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> That just means he'll have to work that much harder this next yep. week coming. Yep, that's all that means. Uh, but what I've what I've been doing is I've been going around all over Helgen. I've been all over. I've been to Pine Watch, Embershard Mine, Anissa's Cabin, Greywater Grotto, and Bone Chill Passage. And let me tell you, uh, most of the stuff that I found over by Helgen I couldn't complete. Because of my low level. I really do plan on going back. But I'm really enjoying the dual wield the dual wielding swords. I've never done it before and it's really, really interesting. That's pretty cool. So you're you're doing the you're doing the Khajiit dual wielding yeah. play style. Okay. I'm what also else? I'm also wearing heavy armor with him, so it's gonna make the whole assassin part a real challenge. But yeah. I plan on getting through that. Well, I mean, at some point, I mean, you're really going to have a really hard time sneaking around with all that heavy armor on like your brother did. You, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah, I definitely know what you mean. You may want to uh, you may want to get into enchanting if you're really, you know, hardcore about going with that heavy armor. You may want to get into enchanting and try and enchant, you know, sneak skill on, yes. on some of that heavy armor. Yes. I'll look into that. Yeah. I'll look into that. Might work. Yeah. Uh, but right now he has 16 in smithing, 23 in heavy armor, 38 in one-handed, and 25 in sneak. Only a couple points put into each. Okay. So what but are you going to do for next week? Next week, I plan on taking him to level 25. All right. You know, you That's got... a stiff order. He's going to kind of have to. That's the halfway mark next week, and, you know, 25 is a halfway point. But You'll get there. You'll get there, Dan. I have faith in you. Wish me luck, guys. Good luck. Good luck. I would, luck, Dan. I would. Yeah, uh, I won't keep you on Minecraft. I promise. <laughs> Dave's a bad influence. <laughs> I am a bad influence. I, I have too much time on my hands. Dan, help me build a reaver ship. I just built Serenity. <laughs> <laughs> now we're doing a reaver ship. Come on, come on. All right, just built. Serenity. Thanks for coming on, Dan, and we'll talk to you next week, buddy. Okay, thanks. Talk to y'all later. Bye, Dan. Bye, Dan. Bye, bye, bye. Bye, 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 bye. All right, let's give <laughs> Liz a call. Liz. Ugh, we have to. <laughs> <laughs> I totally have to talk to her on Friday, you know? I mean, come on. Twice in a yeah. week. The <laughs> message whip will crack for that so comment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to deflect off Joe because he was about to get hammered for the uh, for the sneak thing. <laughs> yeah. So, wow, I mean, all of us have, like, you know, some really just epic... For our first week on doing this, I think this is, like, solid and epic. Yeah, and it's this is, like, going to be, like, a two-and-a-half, three-hour show because of this. <laughs> Good God. Oh, people want a long show. That's what's happening. And Liz, welcome to the show. How has your challenge been? My challenge has been better than everyone else so far. <laughs> yeah, Miss... As I knew it would be. Miss, oh, this is a competition. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I made it into a competition in my head. That's not fair. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so what level did you get up For to? Her. 
Uh, 24. Oh, you see, barely. Come on. I know, but get, I haven't played as many days as you have. She got extra points because I started she's a girl. Saturday. Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> I started Saturday, and I haven't, I've only played a couple days, so I'm, comparatively speaking... You're rocking it. Yeah, I know. Wow. I think the big That's question... I think the big question in everyone's mind is, did you make your goal? No, I did not. <laughs> I knew it. Um, <laughs> the canting at 100... <laughs> You know why? Is because I survived so long in my uh, Diablo challenge that I didn't think I was going to last that long, so I was making lofty goals. <laughs> yeah. So what, yeah. what, what, did you what was your week like? Uh, my week started on Saturday um, because I was, you know, busy with other stuff. And um, what I did was, uh, well, I'm playing a mage. I'm only going to use magic. And only robes as well. And my goal, my weak goal, like I said, was enchanting to 100. Um, but I, so I started out, I, I'm not fighting anything. So I'm, I have to get soul gems. And for soul gems, I need money. And for money, I need to steal a lot of stuff. So <laughs> I do the Thieves Guild. And I'm getting my alchemy up so I can, you know, make some money off of that. And. I mean, the whole time is just stealing soul gems and trying to find them and everything. I'm not going to go mine them because I hate that place wherever it, uh, <laughs> wherever you can mine them. Those, oh. Yeah, but Blackreach. Yeah, College of Untold. Yes, I hate that place. I know everybody else likes it. That's because um, it's awesome. No, it's <laughs> things jump out at you when they scare me. <laughs> <laughs> Might have to get over that hump if you want to beat the game. <laughs> Oh, 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 it is so on. <laughs> what, where are you, level 11? Who, me? Yeah. Listen, you know what? At least I don't need a nightlight when I walk around with my couch. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. Dag nabbit. Dag singer. <sighs> no, I'm sad. So oh. it's okay. I, I turn the mic off to cry before every show. So you spent the entire time, and you're lo- you're telling me you're level twenty four without killing anything. Well, I, I've killed a couple things, but serious. Okay, I'll admit it. I grind a lot, and don't take that in a dirty way. I um, I do take money from my followers when I train if I train with them, and I do uh, the speech gr- grind. Do you know what that one is? Mm-hmm. No, actually, I don't. What is it? <laughs> no, I don't know. It is when you go to Rifton and you talk to the, the guy behind the counter at Blackbriar Meadery, and you keep asking him about Maven Blackbriar over and over and over again to get your speech level up. Oh, jeez. So you've oh, been so cheating. So She's no, been exploiting. On. I want to take this. So you're yelling at us for using mods to make ourselves look better, and I you're the one back. who's... I took it back because I realized you were talking about uh, uh, visual right. things. And, and yeah, and you're the one who's using the exploits here. Exploits, that's a good word. It's not cheating. Hey, exploits <laughs> are cheating. In this challenge, exploiting is cheating. Uh, Liz now wants to bandy semantics. Okay. Liz now has to start all the all way from over. the beginning at level one. She just went wow. from the top down to the bottom. Woo! Boo! I did that for five levels of speech. <laughs> Boo. I I believe there was a clause in this challenge that you couldn't you couldn't cheat and you even had to turn off your mods that made you enhanced 
that enhanced your gameplay to make you get through this thing easier. Mm-hmm. For PC players. That's for everybody. I can, I, I'll put back. Exploits work for PC, Xbox, you name it. Yeah, so that's, that's <laughs> that means exactly my reason. Working as in don't let them work. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Liz, Liz, Liz. Because nope. if I really Ex- wanted to, you know, to use exploits, there's an exploit that get me level 50 like my first hour of playing the game. So no thank you. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh-oh, Liz. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh-oh. I think you may need to restart. Nope. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to see you make me. <laughs> hey, I've got a lot of dabbling to do. Come on. How no. much? I'm going to be like a Varwin no if it's only level 11. <laughs> what we'll do is we'll just we'll add we'll add the two numbers together and that'll be your actual level. Your so you're not 24. Your official level you're, you're six. 6. Or five. Oh, yes. <laughs> I'm doing everything by the rules. You did not you did not specify. Oh, come on. I think it's quite obvious that exploits are not allowed. Wow. <laughs> All right, well, let's let's make this deal from here on through, all right? No more exploits in any fashion form, whether they come in a mod or they come in a really talkative NPC. <laughs> well, I don't need more. Otherwise, <laughs> otherwise, you have to restart your character. Okay, I, I on my honor, I will try... Yeah, it should have been on your honor from the beginning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You knew what you were doing. You yep. knew what you were doing. I knew I was finding a loophole in what you were saying. All right, uh, so you've been less than honest. <laughs> so she's been banking down in the Cayman Islands yeah. under a false name. <laughs> See, I've, I've been being good with Not of Arwen. Not oh. of Arwen hasn't done anything <laughs> bad. Bull, you were saying something earlier that I, I was barely hearing because I was typing. But <laughs> I remember you were saying something very similar. No. <laughs> <laughs> Every email that we get that says that you're a cheater, I'm forwarding to you. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> so in other words, so, if you're listening to this and believe she's a cheater, please send us an email so we yes. can forward it to her. This way you can put up with all the stuff that we have to put up with. Because I know we're going to be getting emails. You guys were lenient on her because she's the only girl on the network. <laughs> yeah, she's also the only person who cheated. Yeah. <laughs> so what's your uh, so, goals for next week, Liz? Not to exploit any. Not cheating. Uh, that's a good goal. over <laughs> again. <laughs> I don't need to anymore. I'm at the levels I want. Liz is in timeout. Bye, Liz. <laughs> Bye, Liz. You're on timeout. Ah, <laughs> oh, call her. Back. Scrolls timeout. Oh. EST. Did you kick her out of the call? Yeah. You did. Yeah, I did. Hilarious. <laughs> you had to take. See how a- mean to me these guys are. <laughs> Why didn't I think of that? I mean, how horrible. <laughs> you know we love you, Liz. I get it back just fine. <laughs> so is there anything else you want to share about your week besides, you know, cheating? It's not cheating. <laughs> um, I, I need to just share it. Okay, there is a Star Wars reference in here. Has, has anybody caught it with Eric the Slayer? Oh, last last I checked, this was Elder Scrolls show. <laughs> <laughs> Is it in Elder Scrolls? Yes. Well, there you go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Eric Slayer has a conversation with his uncle about how he wants to leave the farm and can't for another year, and it's very, very cute. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's Yeah. Um, Where's that at? 
That is in Rorikstead. The there's a young man who is very good looking, <laughs> uh, wants to leave, and he asks you to help talk to his dad. Okay. So he can forward his application before you know the season right before the harvest. Right before the harvest. <laughs> but that's what I need you the most. That's why I need that's you the most. Awesome. Drink your blue milk and shut up. <laughs> <laughs> go find me some Jawas. Come on. Or Elder Scrolls. Go find me some Dwemer. Come on. Yeah. Okay, that's it. It's not cheating. Who's <laughs> cheating? You be quiet. Thanks, Liz. We'll talk to you Bye. next week. Oh, you're allowing me back on? Yeah, I'm gonna. I want to keep track so you keep tabs on you now. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. Let's see. PlayStation Live Bye. account Bye. name. <laughs> wow. This is a beefy intro segment. Yeah, it is. <laughs> oh, oh now on to the meat and potatoes, right? Yeah. yeah. That's why I said. That that's why I said. You know, the mammoth steak. Mammoth steak. Hey, whatever, whatever, man, whatever. I mean, uh, you know, everyone's happy. If this is a, and it probably will be a three-hour episode. <laughs> All righty. Thanks everybody for coming on this this show to talk about your playthroughs. We got a lot more show to go over, guys. And I know it's already been forever, but <laughs> we got more to go over. So we're gonna be right back with the Tamriel Times. Confirmation by Imperial State. Dragon spotted in Riverwood. Yarl of Windhelm. Appoints a new thane. This is Tamriel Times, your source for news in Skyrim. And here we are in Tamriel Times, your official and community news. What's a Dawn Guard? TES Online has been announced. What do we got, Ivar? Hey! Hey! <laughs> That's right, Dawn Guard. Who cares about that? <laughs> Elder Scrolls Online's been announced, guys. You know we're gonna get a lot of hate mail about that. But I was just gonna say <laughs> I I kid I kid I only kid. We joke. <laughs> Can't wait for Dawn Guard. It was such yeah. a big week last week. Holy crud! I have such a conundrum going on in Dawn Guard right now because I don't want to buy it for the 360 because I don't have a level 50 on the 360. But at the same time, like I kind of feel like I'm pigeonholed to doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'll figure that out. Think of it this way. Uh-huh. What can the modding community do with Dawn Guard once that's released to PC? Oh. Ooh. We'll be Dawn Guarding our way to epicness. <laughs> All right. Well, if you haven't heard, we'll allow a moment for you to clean your pants if you've been excited over the Elder Scrolls Online. So here's your moment. Wipe well. Now that you're well wiped, here's a week of events that led up to the systematic <laughs> announcement of this epic news. Number one. Thursday, May 3rd, Bethesda has announced its current five-year-long project by ZeniMax Studios Online, due for release in June 13th, June 2013, The Elder Scrolls Online. At the same time, Game Informer announces next month's issue will cover the game so far and its development. A promise to release more information on Friday had followed leaving the rest of us mortal gamers asking, What's a Dawn Guard? <laughs> when actuality, what everyone was saying is, Damn it! <laughs> so the term The Elder Scrolls Online rises to the number one trending spot on Twitter within three hours of the announcement. That's Couldn't believe a big that. thing. Yeah, huge. Uh, number two, Friday, boom, May 4th. Bethesda releases a small teaser trailer on Bethblog.com, and it's the first screenshot of the game as well. Well, it, it releases the teaser trailer and the first screenshot of the game as well. And the official website, ElderScrollsOnline.com, had been launched. And then suddenly, a leak. 
Game Informer's entire story was leaked onto the internet the afternoon of Friday, May 4th, and picked up by various gaming outlets. SkyrimOffTheRecord.com covered the story from Leviathan.com's perspective as the leak gave rise to massive dissent from gamers as they began to understand the game will take on such MMO norms as a hot bar for skills, a less-than-photorealistic art style, and a third-person perspective. All of these elements are huge departure from the gameplay style in The Elder Scrolls and that fans have come to rely on since the early days of the franchise. A quote from ZeniMax Studios Online stating, They wanted to go with a semi-World of Warcraft feel only added fuel to the fury. That night, Skyrim Off the Record debuted its 22.9 episode, which served as an in-depth look, reaction, and analysis to the known and rumored information coming out in the previous 48 hours which has turned some of the host's initial negative feelings very positive and hopeful. Yeah. Uh, there's still a lot of people who get emails about saying how they're, they're not feeling optimistic about this, but they really got to listen to that episode, really think about it. And it's not... There's so much I want to get into, but I can't. It's just take forever. But we went all into all that on episode 22.9. I can't wait to go over the yeah. news as it comes out in a year and a half. And keep in mind, guys, it's still a year and a half away. There's still a lot that's well, going to change and be and be fixed with it. Well, didn't they say it's coming out in, in June 2013? Uh, fall of 2013. Okay. was what I heard and saw. All right. Well, I mean, you know, uh, we covered all of this on, on, on episode episode 22.9. Um, but the fact is, is that, you know, it's, it's the biggest news, you know, rolling around between the, the latest episodes of now Elder Scrolls off the record. So it's it's fitting that, you know, I had to do a little story on here. So, I mean, we don't want to go too far in depth, but that's basically what had happened. Um, we 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 left off with with um, the end of Friday because there really hasn't been a whole lot coming up <clears throat> since then. But uh, we'll we'll obviously update each and every step of the way in the development. And uh, once once the game finally does debut, um, the show is going to to take on take on that as well and uh, we'll have a section of the show dedicated you know specifically just for that i'm gonna let the cat out of the bag here me and ivarwin were talking today and we felt that it might be a good idea to release a 0.5 episode either twice a month or once a month of a large four to five person roundtable topic on an elder scrolls topic so yeah. let us know what you guys think. If you want us to do that, we'll be more than happy to do that for you all. Just let us know. Yeah, the, the Star Wars off the record point five shows have proven to be very, very popular. And now, you know, Lou and Dave and I use that, that point five show as a way for us to kind of catch up. And, you know, Joe and I were talking earlier today, and, and we feel that there's a place for that here in Skyrim. Maybe not every week, but, um, or every other week, maybe. But um, here in you know in in the uh, in the in the game of Skyrim and and certainly Elder Scrolls off the record, there's there's certainly some room for that, and uh, we'll be happy to to bring that out as needed. Yeah, just send us in your emails or thoughts, tweets about if you want us to do it and what kind of topics you might want to hear us discuss, mm-hmm. and we'll be happy to do that for you guys. Uh, what else we got in the list? Well, next headline is come meet the creative director of. TES online game informer releases a 20 minute video interview of the new creative director of the elder scrolls online, Paul Sage video basically chronicles his, his, uh, 
his coming up in gaming in his career and you know what what how the development um how the development for the elder scrolls online you know went through and and all that it's uh if you're interested in in the mmo i would take a look at this because the creative director is basically like a movie director and listening to him i have a a better understanding of of where the where he wants to bring the mmo and again you know coming away from the video i'm very positive about this game i think it's going to be a very nice uh placement inside the the elder scrolls franchise i think it's going to be a, a great addition in other news Morrowind has been released 10 years ago. Happy anniversary, Morrowind. So we're on a five-year track between games with Elder Scrolls? Approximately, yeah. It's, it's, isn't it like, I think it's like five to six years, something like that. Come on, Bethesda. Step it up. <laughs> Step it up. We need more. Ma- <laughs> <laughs> well, then they did release those expansion, pa- the uh, add-on packs, like the Shivering Isles and the others. So I guess it was good, but not good enough. But yeah, it is a, a, a quite a... I guess time lag between their games. Yeah. Well, they're they're taking all those many years to 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 rebuild awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I would like them to take their time because I mean, look how their games Well, are now we have Elder Scrolls years. online to fo- to fill that that void that normally occurs after like 2 years after a game's been released. Yeah. And what's funny yeah. is it it's it's now it's been 5 years they're working on the game and it'll be out, you know, at some point next year. So that's that's in keeping with their development cycle, five to six years. Because I think Oblivion was was the the time difference between Oblivion and and uh, Skyrim. I think wasn't that about six years as well? A long time. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh, so here we are. Morrowind released ten years ago, and uh, Beth Blog has stated that the release of Morrowind has enabled them to create Oblivion and Skyrim. So it was a huge game for the studio. Uh, you can catch it now on Steam on sale for nineteen ninety nine. Congratulations, Morrowind. On making it 10 years. And if you didn't think that was epic enough, Bethesda celebrates 20 years of Wolfenstein 3D with sales. Mm, wow. Really? That's a name I've heard in a long Bethesda time. Bethesda did Wolfenstein? Yeah. yeah I never 20 knew years. That. Well, it's not Bethesda that owns it. It's it's Zenimax Studios. Zenimax, and I think, I'm, I, think I'm, I missed that. I, I don't think I said that properly. It's, it's Zenimax, I believe. They... They own ID or ID software. Mm-hmm. See, that's what I thought. They bought them out in 2009. Uh, They're the ones that made that made uh, Wolfenstein. So to commemorate the the 20 years, uh, it's been well, it's been 20 years ago this week that Wolfenstein by ID Software um, has debuted its landmark uh, FPS, which further cemented the genre and pushing the 360 degree game ever forward. Uh, in order to celebrate that, okay, Zenimax. Releases the following to commemorate this genre-defining game. A free-to-play browser version of the game at wolfenstein.bethsoft.com. I know what I'm doing this next week. <laughs> yeah. Heck yeah! Your challenge is now in Wolfenstein. <laughs> yes! <laughs> That's wolfenstein.bethsoft.com. Also, for a limited time, iOS users can download Wolfenstein 3D Classic Platinum Edition for free. For free? For free! On iTunes. Two Wolfenstein items on Xbox Live's, Xbox Live's Avatar Marketplace are now available. You have a Wolfenstein t-shirt for both male and female uh, versions of the Avatar. 
And for 80 Microsoft points, you can you can get the classic BJ Blaskowitch mask for uh, 160 points as well. So it's it's 80 Microsoft points for the T-shirt and 160 for the classic BJ Blaskowitch mask. And one other point here, Steam users can now take advantage of the following sales as well. Uh, Wolfpack for $3.75 includes Return to Castle Wolfenstein, Spear of Destiny, and the Wolfenstein 3D. Those are the expansion packs for the game. Uh, you can also get id Software Super Pack for $49.99, which contains over 20 games, including Rage, Heretic, which is the game that inspired Fallout. Oh, I Fallout. love Heretic and Quake. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. The entire. Yeah, that game was awesome. And Hexen. Oh, I gotta get this now. <laughs> oh. The entire Quake, Doom, and Hexen series, and there's even more. Mm-hmm. Oh, but wait. <laughs> so check out. It's like it's a list of like 24 different games. It's ridiculous. How much but, is it? Uh, forty nine ninety nine. Sold. <laughs> I see his Heretic and Hexen. I'm all over it. Yeah. If they have I Quake Three Arena games. in there. <laughs> oh, the best first-person yeah, shooter yeah. of all time, Quake Three Arena, hands down. Frag party, let's log on right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's in there. It's in there. Uh, yeah. Now, what makes you can buy all of these? Um, I believe you can buy them individually off of Steam. What makes this expensive? It looks like is Rage, and I think Rage is still like twenty nine ninety nine, something like that. Uh-huh. Um, but every one of these games is like four bucks here, two bucks there, dollar ninety nine here, five dollars there. Heretic, Quake Three, Arena, and Hexen. Dull. I'm done. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. And that's it. That's uh, that's our those are headlines for the week. Awesome. All right, we're gonna go ahead and move on to the Elder Scroll. fragment of time, a piece of creation, a record of history, history itself, the Elder Scroll. And here we are in the Elder Scroll, Lors Liu. And Lou's going to have a lot of work ahead of him when the as the uh, the Elder Scrolls Online comes out with all this new lore spawning up. Definitely. going to be a lot to cover, and man, I cannot wait <laughs> to start digging in to see what they put out. It's going to be awesome. So, did you keep to your promise you made everybody last week, Lou? I make a lot of promises. <laughs> <laughs> that was just a little talk. Oh, wait, sorry, wrong promises. Okay, okay. <laughs> talk about that. <laughs> so what do you have for us okay. this week, buddy? <laughs> What's what do you have for us this week? So, right. This week, I actually went on to uh, our forums, and someone had brought up that they wanted to hear what I could find about one particular race of the mare, the snow elves, and the snow prince. And no, these aren't the elves you're looking for. <laughs> As previously, I, I covered... If those of you remember um, who the Snow Elves really are or what they've become, okay, I'll get into that in a little bit. But they were a race, or they are a race in the mare, the elves who dwelled in Skyrim before the Nords ever made their appearance. 
okay? Um, there's only one known representation of a snow elf, and it's in the Urkthan Sanctuary, okay? That's located west of Windhelm, right, and it's part of the Thieves Guild uh, story arc. So that means if you aren't on that quest, on that story, uh, you, can see, you can see it, but it's not going to allow you to enter it, into the zone. All right, but if you're on it, if you go in there, what you'll see is you'll see a statue of an elf um, that's holding a book and a staff. Uh, and they're also wearing a similar headdress and clothing, fancy clothing and headdress. Isn't that the last right, dungeon now, in the Steve's Guild? I believe so. I'm not sure. I'm trying to remember because I just did that last night. Huh, anyway, go ahead. Yeah, I haven't done Thieves Guild in so long. It's been That's my other two characters. <laughs> not my Battle Mage or in this one now, the challenge. Uh, all right, so within the current timeline, you're able to scroll Skyrim. The Snow has, they have become and they've evolved into the Falmer. Right. Yes. Remember, I, I think I may have covered this in a previous lore statement with the Falmer. The Snow Elves became the Falmer okay, after centuries of basically being enslaved by the Dwemer. And, of course, they were also being fed by the Dwemer, that toxic fungi, right, in their food, which eventually rendered the Snow Elves blind, which is why the Falmer are blind. Now, to go back even further, okay, it was the Snow Elves themselves who initiated the war with the Nords uh, by attacking the city of Sarthal, during what's called the Merethic Era. In North language, that means the Era of the Elves. Because again, as you remember, my first, po- uh, first point, the Elves inhabited Skyrim first, okay? And remember, the Nords coming from Atmore come in to settle because they're escaping what's happening in their, their previous land. All right, in this time frame, it could also be known as the Second Era because Merethic and Second Era, what, what happens in the timeline is that, depending on the chronological histories of who you're dealing with, uh, just like we have the, with the calendars here, you know how uh, I guess the the Jewish face has what's called a common era, all right? So for them, it's like maybe five thousand something common era, as opposed to for us, it's twenty twelve A.D. So think of it that way. Okay. All right. That's why people, when you look at the timelines, there are always these cross references because you may be looking at a, a, a Nordic or you know some other civilization's timeline or history from their point of view. So it's all okay. the translation. All right. This big battle. Again, that Sarthal was known as the Night of Tears. Right, that starts the war. All right, and of course, during this war, his grandma and his companions come to the fore. All right, it's a bloody conflict, but with the arrival and the arrival with the actions of his grandma, his sons, and the companions, they turn the tide of the war, and they slowly start defeating the Snow Elves on the field of battle. Okay, and during this conflict, as you know, the Snow Elves were, they lost, and that drives them to flee underground to flee the reprisal of the Nords because what happens is at the end of the war the Nords being understandably maybe a little ticked off <laughs> they, they decide to go on a little genocide run and want to eliminate the Snow Elves from the face of Skyrim so that drives them underground and who do they meet? They meet the Dwemer and again from our previous lore so they uh, ask for refuge a place to stay which the Dwemer granted but at a price and as we all know they eventually enslaved them and did these horrible things to them which switched them into the Falmer okay now I don't know if people have noticed or remember these slight hints when you play Skyrim. It's being speculated that Falmer, otherwise known as the Snow Elves, they will eventually come back to the surface. They're going to become a surface-dwelling race again. Because I remember reading about or hearing about how you know, there are Falmer raids being conducted on certain areas. Okay, Like they're stealing supplies or just outright attacking settlements or you know, small homesteads because... They're out there. They're exploring. So who knows how this is going to play out in the end with them. Yeah. Maybe we'll see something in Dawnguard. Maybe that'll come to fruition there or they give us more hints. 
Now you said this all this all happens in in the second era. Right. Well, the war happens in the second era. Right. Well, the start of it, I should say, is is happens in the second era. That's that's like a direct tie-in for Elder Scrolls Online right here. Right. Because well, I, I that should be the era that that Elder Scrolls Online occurs. So we could we'll be to it. You know, just or at least just right into it. You know, like that. This is just what happened. The events that just happened. Yeah. And now we're in the timeline of Elder Scrolls Online because now this is the aftermath. Well, we're right. experiencing the aftermath, the immediate aftermath of that great conflict. So it's very possible whilst, while exploring Skyrim in the Elder Scrolls Online, you actually could come encounter with not Falmer, but Snow Elves who are locked in a war with the Nords. Well, if you're talking about currently with Skyrim, what the game is now, it's mm-hmm. just going to be Falmer because there are no more Snow Elves. Because remember, they've evolved into the Falmer now. But if we're going back, if we're talking about Elder Scrolls Online, then yes, what's going to happen is that you will see the Snow Elves just before or, you know, just after their defeat uh, by the hands of his grandmother and the companions. Yeah, that's going to be cool. All right, cool. so there. Yeah. So remember, you know, think of how formidable the, the, you know, the Thalmor are, or the Elves are, okay? Yeah. They're, they're great fighters. They're also great at magic. So now imagine a, a, an aggressive elf race that's great in martial arts and in wizardry. You know, and they're fleeing for their lives, trying to survive, and who knows what they'll do. Hmm. You know, what kind of quests or what kind of things they'll have you do for them. Oh, yeah. That's, that's going to be great. Yeah, I'd like to see how, if they even tie it in at all, they might, they might drop the ball and miss this. But hopefully they don't, and you know, they'll, they'll, add, they'll add that little bit to the game. Right. Some people have, have speculated maybe have them as a playable race. Maybe. The last survival. Oh, see, that would be cool. Few remnants left mm. willing to stay on the surface of the world. Yeah. Under, you know, and still live in, dare to live in Skyrim still. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. face the possible retribution of the Nords, whoever finds them. That would be, that would be interesting. I also wanted to bring up another uh, quick little reference to the Snow Prince. And he's important with this little lore segment because he is... The warrior who leads the Snow Elves into the war against the Nords. All right, there's no name given for him. He's all he is known as by his title is the Snow Prince, who hails from Solsheim, and he was the one again who led the campaign against the Nords during the during the Merithic era. Even though he was good, the Snow Elves are you know were doing great in the war until again his grandmother, companions, and his sons come into the fore, start beating them back, and drive them underground. Now, an important part of this. Uh, timeline part uh, segment is with this is the Battle of Morsing. During this battle, that's when the Snow Prince was struck down and killed. He was killed by Finna, who was a 12 year old Nord girl. What? It was Finna. Yes, yes. He what happened? was killed by a 12 year old girl? <laughs> yeah, she's a Nord girl. Strong. Nordic roots. I'd say so. <laughs> she had witnessed her mother. Was this she, before or after she was done with playing with her Barbies? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dave, down. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I, I, come on, that's like cannon fodder for me. <laughs> well, I like how they write this in with the history. It was Finna witnessing her mother being struck down by the Snow Prince himself that made this happen because in her grief and rage, she picked up her mother's sword and threw it at him right, and struck him through the chest and took his life. That's a one tough 12-year-old girl. (laughs) That's a mean little girl, dude. That's one hell of a crit. (laughs) Natural 20. (laughs) She rolled it. (laughs) Critical hit times 10. Boom. And when this happened, it was his death. That was the final blow to the morale of the Snow Elves. 
And from that point forward, the Snowwolves were always in retreat and fleeing uh, the might of the Nords. And that begins their withdrawal from the surface into the underground. Wow. Now, you might say, because, you know, the Snow Prince and Snow Elves had done such horrible things to the Nords, that they would do whatever they can to maybe, you might say, desecrate or, or, or you know, make light of their, of their defeat. No. Remember, these are the ancient Nords, and they honored him, actually. They honored the Snow Prince because he was such a great warrior, a great war leader. Okay, they respected him by burying him in his own barrow, which they dug themselves. Okay, it's known as the Yolgar Barrow. What they did was they buried him uh, just like they were their own honored dead. Fine wrappings, fine silks, clothing, treasures. Okay, and a good point, too, is that most of the times, what do we do when we kill a character in Skyrim or any of the Elder Scrolls games? We've always taken armor, weapons, whatever they got. Here, no, the ancient Nords, when they took him, they buried him with all his stuff. His armor, his weapons, everything he had on him, they didn't despoil him, they let him be. Mm-hmm. They respect him so much for his skill, you know, that's how they turned to honor him. And over time, his location, you know, his barrel was lost. No one could find it, no one knew where it was until the Third Era, until Grave Robbers discovered it. They stripped it bare, but... They left his spear and his armor and his body alone. And I believe in one or maybe two of the games, in Oblivion and Morrowind, you'll see references to that fact, to where uh, you may see or encounter or hear things about uh, uh, the Snow Prince's armor and his weapon. Hmm. In the second, you know, be mentioned out there in passing or in scrolls. But that's what I have for us this week. Hope it's not to get everyone wetted because there's actually a lot more out there if. Uh, you do want to read about it, especially when you look at the Morethic Era. That has quite a bit of information, which, again, if people are interested in Elder Scrolls Online, which will help you get the background history, which leads into uh, the time frame of the uh, online MMO. Yeah. Well, look, I got to tell you know all of our listeners out there, if, if you're – for those of you out there that are really looking forward to the MMO, pay very close attention to, to Lou's lore segment. Because what what our lore segment is going to do for you is it's going to give you the background that's going to help you enjoy your MMO a lot more. Mm-hmm. It's really going to flesh out, you know, just just knowing that, just just hearing this little bit, you know, um, we we picked up on on the possibility of not Falmer as we we know them in Skyrim, but but Snow Elves being in the MMO. You know, not only the fact that they'll be in there, but Dwimmer might actually be in the MMO as well. Don't forget, you know, what did Lou just say? The Snow Elves were driven underground and they met with the Dwimmer. They were still alive right. back then. They were still alive. This Precisely. is before their disappearance. Precisely. Everyone's going to want to go play the Nords at first in the northern area just to see if they can go find them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I want to find a Dwimmer. I totally want to make the little Dwimmer reagents and sick them on people. Can you imagine that's a crafting skill, being able to build oh, automatons? That yes. would be awesome. <laughs> that would be really cool. Holy God, that'd be awesome. Go, Centurion, go! All right. Kill! We're going to move on to our next segment, the Town Square. Hear that? Something's going on in the Town Square. And here we are in the town square, your emails and iTunes shoutouts. We had a ton of emails this week, so if we didn't feature your email, we apologize. 
Our producer's email of the week has two parts, and the second part is the key point why I made the producer's email. But the first is, is this is from Eric C., and he says, My Skyrim addiction has been, was getting manageable until I heard the latest podcast. <laughs> You're welcome, Eric. Sorry, we bro. Detrimental to our listeners' health. Gaming Eric! health. <laughs> <laughs> My new character is a female high elf. I plan on doing almost strictly magic with a dagger or two when the magic runs out. I'm not sure if she will be sneaking around and striking from the shadows or kicking down the doors and flaming everything in sight. My vote's for number two. I guess I'll have yeah, to I see what the play turns into. All right, this is the reason why it's producer's email of the week. On a separate note, I want to thank you all, Joe, Varwin, Lou, Dave, and Liz, for not only putting on a great podcast, but hey, Liz is not a part of this podcast. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, <she laughs> everyone in the QGN is a part of this podcast regardless but creating a sense exactly. of community whether I'm listening live and hanging out in the chat room or listening in the podcast later on my way to work you you all seem to really care about your fans the podcast is, is as much about the hosts as it is about the game you guys do a great job this is what we wanted to talk about because we found, we when we developed this game this game this show um, that's going to pertain to our last email we wanted to make it about the community, the the huge community of Elder Scrolls players, and Skyrim was the the avenue to do so. That's why we have this long email segment. Why we like to put in all your guys' thoughts and, and and opinions all throughout the show. Our notes are made up of your guys' thoughts and opinions. I listen to what you guys are saying about my playthrough, and I tweak it sometimes for that. I just wanted to let you guys know that this is why we do this show. It's for the community. And it's for your involvement. This is what makes a show. Absolutely. I, I one thing that one thing that that always gives Joe and I, you know, pause. And I and I say Joe and I um, because I, I've spoken, you know, with him directly about this. But I know it's also Lou and Dave as well. What gives us pause is is just how how much positive feedback, you know, we get from. You know our 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 fans, uh, the, the 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 listeners of the show, and I, I just want to say and acknowledge that I know at you know by this point we're at episode twenty three. If you've been listening to us from episode zero, all right, I know there's a lot of people out there that that listen to the show who have not written in, and yet you continue to listen to our show. At this particular point, we at 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 the, we must we must seem like like friends you've never met before. And when we get emails from you, that's kind of like how we feel. We feel like we're getting a, an email from a friend that we've never met before. That is just so unbelievably rewarding that it gives us pause. And you get feelings of reward in life, you know, here and there. And it's, it's awesome. This one I've never felt before in my life. And to, to receive an email from, from someone who says, you know, um, I don't have anyone to talk to about this. And I feel so passionate about it. Yet I feel like I can reach out to you guys and you'll listen. That's probably one of the most biggest compliments we could ever get. And it's our duty at this point to bring the show out to all of you who enjoy it. You know, at this point, you know, we, we do this show not simply because we enjoy it, but we know it's almost community service. And there's so many of you out there that, that enjoy it because it brings us together as a community. 
and and we we continue to do it for that precisely it's not community service (laughs) (laughs) well not in the negative way i don't mean like it's a it's a jail sentence and it's community service but you know we we do it to service the community is what i mean It's a PSP, a public service podcast. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much for the, the email, Eric. Uh, <laughs> our next email comes from Jordan. And who wants to pick that one up? I think I just saw Lewis raise his hand. Sweet. I think I did too. And this comes from Jordan S. Jordan writes in, My favorite character so far is heavy armor, one-handed weapon, and a heal spell instead of a shield. This has been very effective for me, especially with dual wheel perks and the resto perk respite. It allows me to power attack constantly. Yours truly, Jordan S. I have heard of this playstyle before. I like it. I personally have not tried it, and I personally will not, but <laughs> I like the way it looks. <laughs> well, I've tried that with my... Uh, I actually am trying it with my battle mate, because it's not heavy armor. It's just the um, you know light armor, light cloth armor I have with her. And uh, <laughs> heal nothing. It's destruction, man. <laughs> All the way. <laughs> But yeah, it's similar, but I I can definitely tell what Jordan's coming from. (laughs) It is very fun, though. Thank you, Jordan. Our next email, Dave. Dave! Actually, it's from Landon P. Landon P. says, I just ordered Skyrim for the PC. What are some mods I must have? And I'd like to tell you, Landon, before Joe can say a word, Uh, Sky uh, UI. No. I was just going to say it. Well, at least try it. I love Sky Not for everybody, though. Wow, we could be here all day with this. What these mods <laughs> must he have? Yeah, Take it away, Lou. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely get. Let's see, the one mod, the better map with the roads, mm. pathways, and trails. That's definitely a a, a must have. Oh, if you get oh. frustrated, the one that gives Skype. your mammoths hides, so that when you kill them, you can actually take their hide off of them. Yes, that one. It's my favorite. You got a name for us, or is it just that random that random it's mod? It's just random. I don't even remember what the name of it is. It's just amazing. Uh, let's see, Landon. If you also like, you know, there are tons. I definitely suggest, first of all, SkyrimNexus.com is, you know, Skyrim yeah. crack. I'm actually enjoying the, um, the, the workshop on Steam more. There's more and more is coming out for it than... Uh, yeah, it's building up quite the library, huge right? library, in fact. Yeah, it makes me wonder if people are shifting over now from Skyrim Nexus over to uh, Steam. One of my biggest recommendations is that they don't affect your gameplay. However, if you want the really sexy armor and all that kind of stuff, the the R to X-rated stuff, you have to go to Skyrim Nexus because Steam won't do that. Oh. Mm. Oh, okay. <laughs> but the two ones I recommend a lot, and they're nothing but audio tweaks that really, really enhance it, is Sounds of Skyrim series. They have the, scou- the Sounds of Skyrim The Dungeons and the Sounds of Skyrim The Wilds. It enhances everything about the feel of the game when you're in a dungeon or when you're out and about. Definitely check those out. I would say Dovahkiin Hideout. Yeah, that's yes. totally. I mean, it's it's one of my favorite. I didn't like Dovahkiin Hideout. I tried it and I just didn't care for it. So Dave was on the show, <laughs> uh, but... <laughs> but for various reasons, we had to uh, get rid of him. <laughs> Now brings up a Dave brings up a good point. What that is, I don't know, but uh, <laughs> the whole point is, is it's it's up to you. You have to taste and see which yeah, is the best. Yeah, go out there and play with them. Yeah. Have fun with it. If you're going to go to Steam Workshop, go to the highest rated ones because the ones that are going to work nicely that are the best on the Steam Workshop. There's a little tab on the right hand side. Uh, next email, Yvarwin. 
Uh, hold on. I was scrolled down. I was adding in uh, retweets. All right. So let's see. Parker W. Hey, guys. I'm going to do the challenge with y'all, and I'm going to be a wood elf. My main skills will be alchemy, archery, sneak, smithing. I've played several playthroughs, and those are my favorite skills. Please read this on the show. Thanks. P.S. I love you, Dave. I love you too, Parker W. <laughs> so what's he got going on here? He's got he's got uh, alchemy, archery, sneak, smithing. Oh, it sounds like the uh, the Joe Wilson. Yeah, well, I'm not doing any of those. The only trade skill I'm really doing is smithing, and I'm I might do uh, the last week or the last two weeks. I'm gonna probably do enchanting a little bit, but I can't stand yeah. alchemy, and I'm not doing any any archery. I'm not putting any points into archery at all. I think alchemy is like He's, one of well, my yeah, favorite. But my previously though, yeah, that's my ranger right there. <laughs> my ranger. My that, that's yeah, like, like completely that's... my ranger. What he's doing. My guy before this one, you know, is pew pewing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, by the way, Landon P. Project Pew. Get it? Yes. <laughs> yes. Project Pew. All right. Our next email comes from Tanta Dave. From Tanta. Okay. For the challenge, I'm going to play as Dick Grayson, the Batman character, the original Robin in Skyrim. It's going to mean using a lot of sneaky thief and assassin skills, but using them for the side of good for once. <laughs> Always a fan. Tanta. That's that's a noble, that's an interesting thought. An assassin who is a good guy. Huh. I didn't think yeah. that was possible being a thief and assassin and be good. We should get we should get Liz on here and ask her how she would build Gambit or her or another X Men character in uh in Skyrim. <laughs> because I, I like this. The whole the whole uh Robin meets Skyrim thing. On. Yes, if she oh if she only had it at the PC she could with the uh the mods that are out there. She could totally build Rogue. Rogue. Oh my god. I love Rogue. Crush. <laughs> Can't touch her. Crush. <laughs> no, you can. They make pages. All right. This last email actually came in to us today, and it cracked me up. I had to put it on the show. Mm-hmm. And it says, Dear Skyrim creators, I just want to say that I'm a huge fan of this game, and it's really fun to play it at all time, or play it all the time. Don't stop there, though. You guys should make it Xbox Live. Think about it. It would be awesome if it was. Please try to make it Xbox Live so me and my friends can play it together. That would just make the game ten times better. I know it's probably hard to do, but can you at least give it a shot? Please, let, let's at least give it a try. From your fan, Joe. Well, I, I hate to break to you, Joe, but we don't... The ones that created Skyrim. We're, we're not game developers. We're nerds. <laughs> However, I am reading your email on the air. The I, I'm reading your email on the air, so in case Bethesda does hear it, because I think, I think the entire Skyrim community out there wants to see some kind of small online version of Skyrim. I'd say between two to four people. Co-op! Co-op! We want co-op. Oh my god, co-op! So, so in other words, yeah, we don't develop the game. We have no association with Bethesda at all. Just saying. This is not the first email we've gotten like this either. No, I, I have to say, like, every time we get an email like this, I always get a smile on my face because... I, I like to think that what they're really commenting on here is the quality of the show being <laughs> being you know coming that it, it it's it sounds so good and professional it must be coming from Bethesda <laughs> <laughs> like in my own head. 
Yeah, that would be awesome. Even let it do like uh, peer-to-peer hosting. Like I can open up a game and say, "Hey, yes. Varwin, and Lou, and Dave, let's get on here and we'll play for the show." That would be amazing. Absolutely amazing. Oh yeah, it would. All right, we have five-star review shoutouts. Lou. All right, for our five-star review shoutouts from America. Decent fun. Hail Jarl. The Baloney Master 2-2. Best name ever. <laughs> Punky Muffin. Fallout Genius. Which one, Genius? Which Fallout? <laughs> I want to ask you that. Justin Blizzard. And Remy T. From our friends up north in Canada. Pally Tilt Hurts. Zippo 4-2. Pally Bro Love. Bump. <laughs> Bump. <laughs> From our friends down under in Australia. Schmick Mofo, Raytac, Oblivion1563. From our friends across the pond, the United Kingdom, UK, it's Kid. No, seriously, that's just, it's Kid. Kid. Yeah, it's kid. I kid, I kid, I joke. I kid. Bomb49, Contrimo, and let's see. Oh, wow. Yeah, we got a little thing here for Contrimo. <laughs> little thing here kind of obnoxious you lowered your five stars to four over the fact that we missed you contrimo but we are genuinely sorry we left your name out of the five star review so next time an email will suffice <laughs> uh excuse me that wasn't contrimo wow i'm really a jerk i apologize contrimo that wasn't you who who did that that was that was howard aiden eistead who did that it kind of made me laugh it, it, he loved our show. He says in the review, and he says, because when yeah. I shout him out, he moved it to four stars. That's a great way to yeah. give you a five-star shout-out when you move it to four stars. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> little obnoxious, but we do. We are sorry, Howard. Howard Aiden Eisted, we are sorry. Mistakes happen, guys. We that, do apologize when they do. missed you. Like yes. this next big so. mistake. Yes. <laughs> our friends in the East, the Far East, in Japan. Wow. Yeah. We Aaron J G seven seven. <laughs> wow, from January. Yeah. And uh, Japan Tech one zero one. From February. Hey, familiar name. Minus two degrees. April. From April. And you know, guys, if we we oh. don't have these resources to constantly to check every country, so if we have missed you on in your from your country, please email us and we will make sure we get it on the very next show. Like we didn't know we had any reviews from Japan at all, and we were mentioned. It was told to us recently, and we we apologize for not getting to you. So if we haven't, yeah, shout you out, email us. Let us check it. Yeah, it was it was Aaron, right? Didn't Aaron send send us uh, an email? No, it was on Twitter. And, uh, actually, yeah, that I got mentioned. It was mm-hmm. Twitter. Yeah, Aaron Aaron JG sent us a little tweet. Saying like you know oh how come no love to to the to the Japanese guys and you know we, we honestly like there's so many countries on on the iTunes list it's it's very very difficult to to check all of those countries from day to day week to week um, and and honestly like Japan is one that we just didn't think we would have a far enough reach in order to capture so uh totally stoked we've got we have japanese followers out there that love the show and we'll we are definitely going to check to hey check guys that. Uh, in japan fixed... i'm planning on hitting a, Jap- a japanese game convention in the next year or two just saying <laughs> oh there you, you go going as like cosplaying bro oh heck yeah i'm going as a nord yeah going as chun li <laughs> going as a nord <laughs> a nordic chun li <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Although Joe could, because he he does have the, the training. <laughs> so. <And boobs. laughs> uh, All he needs is the tights and the pom poms on his head. <laughs> e. Farwin, you have this next little project of yours. Yeah, retweet mentions. Those of you out there who were generous enough to retweet us when we had asked you to, we put out a show. We uh, we threw the download out, the link on Twitter, and we asked, please retweet this for uh, for a mention. Okay. And you did so. You got yourself a little retweet mention right here on the show. So we would like to say thank you for helping out the show to Kamaru137, Botheration77, Teabag Bear Traps, Zippo1968. <laughs> that name is awesome. <laughs> Zippo1968, Chris1980, FSUTJ, Dusty Cass, Art of Maddie T, Kipsilis, Dave Lump, Coos5, underscore IB1T, and the only slug. Well, that's... Thank you very much for retweeting, and thank you very much for helping out the show. This has been a very, very robust show, guys. Um, I hope you enjoy it. Very long one. It, and I know that because of the challenge and how we structured it, there are going to be some long shows. We had to take a couple of segments out just so we don't go way, way, way too long. But we'll get back to those segments as soon as this challenge is over. So we got three more weeks, and I'd like to see how this goes. Yvarwin, mm. you got any final thoughts for everybody? Um, yes. I want to thank I want to thank everyone listening. New fan, old fan, semi fan, and and maybe those that 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 absolutely hate us alike. <laughs> anyone who's anyone who's listening right now, I want to thank you for all of your tremendous support. For every every ounce, for every email you give us, and every ounce of positivity you throw our way, all right, it means the world to us. Thank you very much for everything. Lou, wow, so much to go over, so much to do. Uh, I'm really touched that our fans have taken up the challenge and are actively, you know, participating with us in this. You know, as Arwen mentioned before, uh, just that sense of community, and it's great to see our our fans. You know, wanting involved, wanting to I guess, share the experiences with us even more. So it's it's wonderful. And Dave, yeah, I also wanted to thank the fans, but I'm really surprised that we're getting the kind of you know love that we're getting when it's just you know us four geeks sitting around complaining about a game we love to play anyway. You're surprised. But, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is. It's, it is a big surprise because, I mean, this is just how we get our frustrations out. You're the only one of us that complains so all cool. the time, Dave. Yeah, you're... Oh, really? So I'm the only one that complains. <laughs> I got fired off this show twice today. <laughs> <laughs> and Dave's not longer on the show anymore. They Three! <laughs> Three times! <laughs> Well, as your final bit to the show, Dave, because I'm so tired of you interrupting me when I mention your Twitter, you're going to do final thoughts tonight, sir. What? Or I'm not final thoughts, how to reach us. Go. How to reach us. Okay, okay. All right, so how to reach us. Since our name has changed, reach us at www.elderscrollsofftherecord.com. Or you can reach us at our main portal site at www.questgamingnetwork.com. Or you could throw us an email at either SkyrimOffTheRecord at gmail.com if you want to do it old school, or at our new email at ElderScrollsOffTheRecord at gmail.com. That's all spelled out, one word, 
Elder Scrolls off the record at gmail.com. Remember to say, love you, Dave, in the back of it. And that way I get all the warm fuzzies on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> and don't forget to follow me and Dave as well so we get more followers. <laughs> yes. Speaking of followers, uh, we'll get that in a minute. Um, remember, if you go to either of our sites, either SkyrimOffTheRecord.com or QuestGamingNetwork.com, Remember to take the radio survey while you're on there. It only takes about five minutes real quick and easy to do, but it is vastly important. It's going to let us, our uh, sponsors know just what you want to hear a sponsor on the Elder Scrolls off the record. Uh, Remember also it is more important than a five-star review, but please keep sending those in. We do love them. Uh, Remember paid mentions for only a small fee of, $10. We will provide any kind of small ad or shout out to whoever or commemorate whatever you wish. Please go to our website and use the PayPal donate button or simply email us and we'll be happy to point you in the right direction. Now, for our Twitters, you can reach us our Skyrim Twitter or well, the Elder Scrolls Twitter. I believe right now it's still at Skyrim off the record. We yeah, well, well, we'll get that changed in a, in a little bit. Okay, but for right now, it is still at Skyrim OTR. At Skyrim OTR. You can reach Joe the Man, Destroyer of Worlds, Epic Dick, Epicness Wilson, at author J.R. Wilson. You can reach Varwin Badassery, at Varwin, E-V-A-R-W-Y-N. And you can reach Lewis at GamerGuy11B. And he's finally following me. Did y'all hear that? He's also, he's finally full, uh, following the show. <laughs> that's crazy, ain't it? That tells you that we're finally making it here. Yeah, that's how you, you know also, we've made it. <laughs> yeah, that that's the big thing right there. To that deluxe <laughs> apartment in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, you can reach me at... D in force <laughs> at D I E N force. <laughs> Elder Scrolls Off the Record is a Quest Gaming Network production in association with Miller Network, and I just want to say, Foos for all you all next week. Take care, guys. Be safe. Take care, everyone. See you all next week. Say bye, Dave. Oh, bye, Dave. In Foos Rodent. Loose road! <laughs>
danger hunters. And you can't join them. That's like the most worst thing that I found out about it. But because I followed them all the way back to their place. I'm a little stalker. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> and you can't join them. But now I think since it was used to bring them, bring the Oblivion people to uh, Skyrim. I mean, not the Tamriel and Nern. I wonder if they could use it to send them back. Because the Daedra Hunters, what if they got a hold of that and just try to send them back to Oblivion? Yeah, so say your thoughts if you want to, but that's just my idea of what it might be about. Yeah. Two soldiers!